Пошли. Все вместе. Какие ваши доказательства? Кокаином. Tired of that intro. Good it, is, it is such fire. Honestly, <laughs> Hi, friends. I, I was saying right before we went live, I was tired and that, that I hear the intro, and I'm just like, just kidding. I'm back. Hell yeah. Oh, look at these Hell little yeah. hearts around you, Blair. Oh, Are those you? Oh. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. Somebody in love. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I didn't mean to though. Hold on. Let me put I that like that. <laughs> I like that. Oh, that's yeah, that's cool. That's I like cup. That. Yeah. My little tea. Ah, there, there we, we go. go. <laughs> that's cute. I like that. We love tea. Nice. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome. Oh my God, oh Bender! My God, really Bender's been. Whoa. <laughs> Bender. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Sorry, I was. Uh, I, I'm surprised I'm early because I was uh, playing a game of Fortnite. That's why I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> Going to Tomato Town. Hell yeah. Yeah. The the, you know the season the season ends tonight, so I need to I need to level oh. up. I, I feel like know. I've never heard you talk about games before. I don't think I. I need why do you play games? games? Yeah, I, I'm not much of a gamer. a gamer. I got bro? into Fortnite because of my son. So he's seven oh, and he okay. loves it. So that's I, All right, that's I originally helped him and I helped him get to like level hundred. And then while doing that, I set up my own account and then I started leveling up. And I was like, oh my god, I could do it too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm trying to get my own account to a hundred. Nice. Bender cool. and I had a pretty epic games match on Twitch where we played Fall Guys. And I believe I won on one of the matches, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, that was like you got a crown. That's like almost two years ago now, though. That was a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. David and I played. Uh, what was it? Was it Mario? Which was it was a, one of the Mario games. It was a Mario game. Yeah, where you could play at the same time. Yeah, that was really fun yeah. too. It was fun though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We need to do like some sort of a. Um, video game matchup or something like that i think that would be well, fun maybe with our new that discord it'll be easier to set some stuff yes up. all right finishing preparing our new discord server we have some amazing mods in there working right now and getting it all set up we do have uh our subreddit officially which has been around now for a week r slash the leftist mafia and so far everyone who's been posting there has been really great been seeing some great suggestions and uh Great memes and great comments, and uh, I'm excited for hopefully, you know, what what we're all going to be able to share with each other. It's going to be cool stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great subreddit already. You can tell. And there was a post in particular that I loved. They asked, you know, what's the good what's a good name for the fandom? And they came up with the mob. And I We're really willing. love that. We're so willing. the mob it is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What I want is us to um wait don't we need to give it like a a name that's that that fits the mafia thing like shouldn't we call them like the consigliere or something like that something that's how's the how's the mob not associated who's who's spelling that forget bender forget bender it's like bourgeoisie no one knows how to actually spell bourgeoisie no one ever will you know it's just one of those things it's unknowable that's that's the whole stuff if we're gonna have a mafia what i want is my own um sex division and gang um y'all y'all are free to do whatever you want um but i i want i want that form y'all can figure out what territory amongst yourselves that it belongs to me figure that out i would y'all want a name but i want my own block <laughs> Wait, so someone in the, in uh David's chat said we should call it the family, right? I, I mean, like <laughs> that. The family. The family. Well, so far okay. the roles I have That's set Andy up for us in there is That's I have uh, all of us up there are the dons, the admins are the conciliere, conciliere. Uh, the mods are going to be the bodyguards. And then we have the mob as like our general kind of role. And then for kind of our MV- MVPs, um, special folks we invite on or or any of that, we have a special role called the associates. Oh, mm, I maybe, love it. Maybe we should call the server the family because right now I just have it titled as the leftist mafia. It's kind of lame. I mean, like, well, the, the name is cool, but like not for a discord server. We got to be cooler than that. Mm, That's a mm. good name for the for the server. Yeah, the family. Yeah, I'll change mm. it to the family because okay. we're, we're a family here. Cool. Yeah. Hey, yeah. forget cool. about it. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I do not condone or endorse this anti-Italian racism. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, okay? we're. No, yeah. I'm, I'm still seeing comments like that from some people. Like, I, I like, see. You know, we're too late now. We're not gonna change. People are still. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Although I was, I was talking to. Um, a, it was a politician, like a lawmaker from a state, who I was considering bringing on my show, mm-hmm. but I'm like. Well, you know, there's a couple of different options. Maybe you could bring you on the humanist report or the leftist mafia. And it kind of feels weird where it's like where you're talking to a politician like, yeah, it's it is what it sounds it's like. Tongue-in-cheek. It's, it's tongue in cheek. Seriously? Like, yeah, no, it's tongue, it's tongue in cheek. I, I've always thought that the whole like cancel no, culture, woke moralist. Like, yeah. I maintain that it's cute. I think yeah, it's thank cute. you. I think it's cute. Mm-hmm. I, I like it, but I envision like a democratic politician or a socialist, for example, like getting attacked by this right winger who's like, oh, they went on the leftist mafia podcast. They think this is a joke. I mean, who cares what they think? But okay. I mean, it would be you know, I'm a little bit real. Like, okay. I'm, well, yeah, like, I'm the least well, serious fucker on here. Okay. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe we could go by a name that's G rated for when certain guests come on. Well, uh, you're, 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 you're like, aren't, aren't you but, part Italian? The, the left the past. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually like a good that. <laughs> nah. Gender neutral, by the way, when I say fellas. Ah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> right. Or to right. be the left family. There you go. Very welcoming. The left family. Kind. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we've got a whole bunch of questions already rolling in this evening. And there's, I mean, a lot of news and stuff that happened this week. Is there anything anyone wants to bring up in particular before I start rolling in to to what, what folks are asking? I mean, I got random clips and stuff I can jump into at some point, but I don't have Damn. to right now. David just no selling Lance's little hand up in the air. Well, like no, he's a I just, good little schoolboy. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be a good schoolboy. I apologize. Uh, I I got. Can I do a quick plug? I got something new. Uh, can everyone who's watching in yeah. all of our different platforms go to YouTube.com/slash at Mind Explosions? Uh, they're basically like BuzzFeed garbage videos about cute animals, sloths, the the world's cuddliest bears, stuff that have agitprop in the middle of the the videos. So go so go to YouTube.com/slash at Mind Explosions, and you'll get to learn cute things about sloths. Um, Amazing, cute animal facts, but you'll also learn about the lead industry uh, actually was trying to lobby to get lead put into housing that disproportionately affected black communities in America and also contributed towards an increase in crime within those communities. But it's just randomly peppered in. It's going to be like, oh, amazing, cute sloth video, and then you just randomly learn a little factoid. So that's that's my plug. Damn, I'm oh, done. Well, Damn. Thought of this. so stinking wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> and and have fun you know maybe the algorithms will be kind and they'll promote the sloth videos there's a lot of people who've already subscribed the comments are hilarious to be like uh yeah I, I wanted to learn about lion facts why the fuck are you talking about disney's copyright law extension but you know hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> i you can't know, find so. it though uh, youtube.com slash YouTube. at mind explosion you just youtube.com you know, slash at mind explosions sorry explosions with an s at mind explosions youtube.com uh, slash at mind explosions go doing something like that though could blow up in your face like it could cause people to have the opposite reaction like someone could watch that and get so angry that they leave purposely being pro lead poisoning <laughs> well, I took a strong anti-lead poisoning stance, okay? I, I want to be clear. Can I be on the record? I, I don't support lead poisoning. Yeah. I it's, be like, it's like the right when um, they see uh, uh, a rainbow and all of a sudden they're getting a swastika tattooed on their arm. And they're going, you did this to me! You did this to me, leftist! <laughs> like Glinner? That's basically Graham Linehan's like, whole career. It's like, oh, the, the trans, oh my, the trans people did this to me. It's like, no, motherfucker, you're just a weird fucking obsessed sicko. That's all it is, you know? But yeah, I agree. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll get to uh, the uh, latest we had this week with Elon Musk. So I don't know if we need to rush into that now. Because that was ridiculous. You all saw. I mean, I think we all saw that. I oh mean, yeah, that yeah. was. Oh, with with ridiculous. the employer. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I I saw even some not the hardcore sycophants, but some like you know, the usual type, the the online entrepreneur who looks up to anyone who makes a lot of money. Even they were in Elon's mentions, going, "Sir, I respect you gratefully, but I think you went too far here." <laughs> like even they were like, Sad. "This is too much. What are you doing?" <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, maybe we should just get into that right now because I think I don't that was have any of those links. Blair, Blair, was that one of the questions? Did someone ask that? Is can we oh, both facilitate? Absolutely. Question? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's, there's absolutely questions about that, so you're good. Um, okay. What did, Matt, what did, what did people specifically ask? Why don't you roll throw out some questions, then we'll make okay, sure we hit sure. them. Uh, is Matt just emo Pete Davidson? Me? <laughs> <laughs> <Hey. laughs> that's not related to this topic. That's what I meant. That's a must question. Hey, that's a hell of a compliment, my dude. My dude, are you serious? That's huge. That's was, massive. Don't let your like, ego go away I with was you. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, let's get into these Musk questions, and Blair's like, I'm gonna fuck with this guy. I'm gonna 
I am mean to, man. <laughs> Bender, you a short, right? Bender, you a short king, right? You are the first person ever to like not have met me in person to assume I'm short. Yes, you are, right? I am. Yes. How how did you you guess that? On a mile of fucking way, and that's why I knew why that Pete Davidson characterization was incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) I I wouldn't want to interject for those purposes only. Literally (laughs) anyone I've ever met has, except for you. Seriously, the first person who only knows me online has assumed I was either tall or at least average height. I'm I'm short. I'm like I'm like Ben Shapiro height, honestly. You're (laughs) a king. I'm like I'm like five four, five five. Hell yeah. Lance, Hell yeah. Lance, and Lance is you tall, right, Lance? I'm, I'm six. I'm six two. <laughs> wow. Can you get me, Ole? You're like, like I feel how do you, like, how do you know I feel that? Like you're like somewhere like five seven to five nine range. I feel damn, like. you nailed it. Five seven. How about me? What is happening yeah. right now? What is this magic? <laughs> what's David? Okay, I'm what's what's David Dole? <laughs> This could go either way, but I'm feeling like you're probably you give me like a five ten energy, David. I feel like you're probably like five ten to six foot range. What, what, I'm what six feet. Hey, fucking oh, hey! Wow. Why are you all so tall? What the hell is going on? Why are you all so tall? What are they? The what are they feeding you, Canadians? Right? Yeah. What? Are they- <laughs> <laughs> you're malnourished American men, Matt. That's why. <laughs> I, I know nothing for Blair. Blair. I have no idea what the fuck you look like. I wouldn't recognize you on the street. <laughs> I'm 5'9 I'm, I'm for the record. Woo! Wow, that's powerful. And I love some heels too. Wow. It intimidates okay. me when. I love that. I love that. That's, that's I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure if I saw. I'm pretty sure if I saw a pink hoodie triangle head walking down the street, I'd go, pretty sure that's Blair. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would clock that. Definitely. How tall do y'all think I am? Oh shit! Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go five, five six. I was gonna go five, five four to five seven or five eight, five nine to six. Five, but six, you're not five, like seven, actually. Five. You know what? You know what? Hmm. Five five. Oh, yeah, I say five five. Five five. Mm-hmm. Nine. Five, I said six, five, five, eight. five five. eight. Blair. Um, I'm gonna say like five four to five six range. <laughs> Your girl is five two. Okay. Oh, okay. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. I'm so I never assumed I would tower over Ole when I meet her in real life, but I will. <laughs> Emo Pete Davidson over here. <laughs> First time in my life, I'll be walking up to someone like this. Like, hey, how you, how you doing? <laughs> if we ever have, like, a, a real-life meetup and a real-life photo shoot, it'll be, like, David, Lance, and Blair sitting on stools and, like, me, Ole, and Matt standing up behind them with their hands on their shoulders. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, be equal that way. You know, it's funny because the, the, our uh, our graphic. I was going to complain that Lance, I think, appears maybe a little a little too much taller than than I am in that graphic. Oh my! Six two. I guess it's actually accurate. <laughs> no, I I, I, I pegged mathematically correct. I knew I pegged... Lance was tall. I knew yeah. it. I could feel it. I knew it. I knew yeah, it he, that's that's he weird. looks like I, a tall guy. Really? Oh God, Every, I'm looking at our everyone... graphic, and it is the shorter people sitting down in front. <laughs> okay. Oh, he looks like Lance. Looks like someone who would have played volleyball in college or something. <laughs> I I did not. I did not. I actually I have like I've like I fall over myself all the time. So like I wasn't good at sports. I like I I, I like playing basketball. I like playing badminton, volleyball, you name it. But I wasn't good at any of them. I, I'm 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 a goof. Oh. Like I I'm a klutz. I, I fall down a lot. That that was my thing. 
Interesting that your two go-to sports were basketball and badminton. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, the most masculine of all sports. <laughs> That's a weird thing. Why does why does wait, 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 I got to ask this. Why does badminton get a bad rap? Okay? Badminton's fun. It's it's like it's like it's a good sport. Why why are people I like, like it? Yeah. I, I won't lie. I like it. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's good sport. Just a bizarre second choice. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the name of that sport where they played basketball with trampolines? Is would that be the most masculine possible sport, the manliest sport ever? The one where you would actually is that like, murder ball? It, was it murder ball? Where you would like you would actually like there was a league that people would play and it was competitive and you had to bounce on trampolines yeah. and and but, but it's, it's dangerous. Like one year as fuck. Where it was like taken seriously. Or they, they tried to like a serious league or something. I'm pretty sure, and then it just no one really took it seriously. <laughs> well, it is. It is. It, it's quite a bit of foolishness. Come on, like just to watch it play out. I, I just watched it for the crashes. I was like, I just want to see two human beings smash into each other at a high velocity, going from two trampolines. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry. Well, we've Questions. Yes. Elon Musk. <laughs> 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 we get so much hate for being unstructured and not having like what's the what's the point of the show? You, you know? And then Blair always tries to save us and be like, okay, so here's here's some organization. Okay, we got questions. Let's let's do this. Elon Musk. I mean, the viewers have to love the like twenty minute uh you know little tangent on our height and whatever. Yes. <laughs> this is part of what it means to watch this show. True. This True. is the program. Right. It's it's the wholesome so, part. In in terms of like uh, tabs uh, for this uh, Bender. I'm just going to use whatever screenshot because you, you you took screenshots of the back and forth. Oh yeah, I have it on my Twitter. Yep. Oh yeah, perfect. So I'll just use that to like at least the basis for it, and then we'll you know we can go from there. Yeah, that's perfect. But, Let's uh, pull those up. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is it is honestly like you know recently there's been a number of of layoffs in some pretty big companies, especially in big tech. You know, and some of these companies. Uh, handle this worse than others. Oh, and of this course, story. you get like, you get those like uh, those rise and grind CEOs who do like the videos of them like crying as if they're the victims after like a big layoff. There's all sorts of terrible layoffs, uh, ways that companies treat their laid off workers. But this was next level. Now imagine the scenario where you're laid off, but your the company doesn't tell you. And you don't know for nine fucking days that you don't have a job. You go through all the private channels. You go to your HR. They don't know your employment status. Like they literally say to you that they don't know if you're employed or not. And so you're forced to then go to your CEO in public who just happens to own a social media platform. And he's the most followed user with 130 million followers. And you simply ask him, hey, do I have a job or not? Uh, not complaining either way, just let me know so I know what to do with my life. And uh, then he decides to uh, demean you in public in front of this these 130 million followers. It is, that's what happened this week with Elon Musk. It is the in, most insane yeah. back and forth I've ever seen. And and there's, there's like layers to this. So like it starts off like the, the, the initial... You know, beginnings alone are bad enough. So, you know, this guy, you know, he's on here. His name is uh, the former employee's name is Holly. Says, yeah, it's his uh, nickname. Yeah, he, he's a Icelandic guy. His background is like Elon Musk picked the worst guy to fight with if he wanted to look. If he didn't want to, if he did not want to look like the world's biggest douchebag, he picked the absolute worst guy to do this with. This is the uh, a guy who won Icelandic Person of the Year this year. 
Um, he is a, a, a designer who's well respected in the industry. Uh, he his agency was so uh, talented, and he himself was so talented that Twitter acquired his design agency in 2021 specifically for the purpose of bringing this guy, Holly, and his team in-house. Like, they didn't want anyone else to use them because they were that good. So that's why they even acquired the company, to hire this guy. And he uh, suffers from muscular dystrophy, so he has a disability. He's been wheelchair-bound for for, uh, 20 years. Um, But because of the treatment he received under the Icelandic social welfare system, he chose to get paid out by Twitter when the company was acquired in the way that would maximize how much in taxes he would pay to Iceland, to his home country where he lives. He wanted to pay more taxes because he was so grateful for how their social welfare system uh, is set up and treated him when he needed it when he was, before he was successful. Um, So uh, he also has this uh, organization called Ramp Up that's building like thousands of wheelchair accessible ramps all throughout Iceland. This is like- So he's a a giga chad, like of the highest order. Yeah. Yeah. He you do, you like do not get more giga chat than this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, he, he wanted to know if he was employed or not. Uh, someone else want to read it? Because I feel like I've been talking too much. Yeah. So he says here, um, dear Elon Musk, nine days ago, the access to my work computer was cut along with about 200 other Twitter employees. However, your head of HR is not able to confirm if I am an employee or not. You've not answered my emails. Maybe if enough people retweet, you'll answer me here. Lance, why don't you be Elon? Lance, why don't you be Elon? Uh, What work have you been doing? I would need to break confidentiality to answer this this question here. If you have your lawyer share in writing that I can do that, then I'd be happy to discuss that openly. I'm I'm just going to interject here and say this is a moment in which Elon Musk 100% talked to nobody and just was tweeting. Like, I I have no proof to this. I, I don't have anything that can actually, like, demonstrate that. But this just looks like someone's like, yeah, sure. Uh, it's approved. You go ahead. Oh so he goes through his whole history. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to go through. He basically yeah. lays out all the things he did while working at Twitter. Uh, one of those things is that he saved five hundred thousand dollars for the company, renegotiating a contract with this design company. Uh, they create like an application. Well, actually, the contract is now with Adobe. Uh, it's a com- It's an application called Figma. Adobe purchased it last year for like twenty billion dollars. Can we? Um, can we also add for anyone who doesn't understand why Elon Musk is laughing at that? I think he thought that someone was saying Ligma as in like Ligma balls or, you know, Ligma nutsack. Oh or that, it's, 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 like, it's like an internet meme that most people know. And so someone said Figma, which is a program. And then he was like, lol, lol, as in this whole thing was like a troll job or something. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it would not surprise me if he didn't know what Figma was. See right here. <laughs> like, it seems pretty clear. Why are, you, why are you laughing if one of your employees says the program that people use to do this? You'd only laugh if you thought he said, like, Figma oh balls. God. Yeah. <laughs> such a weird person also when he says when he says all active design projects uh he's probably not even like uh uh, embellishing a bit the guy was the lead product designer on uh, of twitter like i said guy ran a highly successful agency they specifically bought his company to bring him in-house this guy probably was involved in every you know as a managerial role overseeing everything probably was involved with every design project since he was brought on 
And then Elon Musk comes back later on, replying to somebody else saying, the reality is this guy who is independently wealthy, hmm. which is funny coming from a guy who inherited an emerald mine, uh, <laughs> said, did no actual work, claimed as his excuse that he had a disability that prevented him from typing, yet was simultaneously tweeting up a storm. Again, weird for Elon Musk to claim that someone else is tweeting up storms. Can't say I have a lot of respect for that. <laughs> True. But was he is, fired? No, you can't be fired if you weren't working in the first place. Is is Olay still here? I see that her video is off. I, we need to. Uh, I think we I think need to. Uh, oh, okay, I was counsel? gonna say we need to. We need to refer to a lawyer here about uh, <laughs> the the possible uh, things that Elon Musk just got himself into by like, describing in public these pr uh, private details about this guy's disability. Now I saw some Elon sycophants. Defend Elon here, saying that Holly, the, the you know the the guy he's attacking, uh, is very open about his muscular dystrophy. Uh, again, he's a, a, a disability act, a, a advocate and activist. Um, that doesn't give your employer the you know just because I go around in a wheelchair. If I if I'm disabled and I need a wheelchair and I go around in a wheelchair, just because people could see I'm in a wheelchair. Doesn't mean my employer could go around and go like, look at this motherfucker in a wheelchair. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what I absolutely love about this is I think this is one of those moments where lawyers, like, have you seen that old Axe commercial where all the women just like run out of everywhere for like that one dude? I think every single fucking lawyer in the world was like, oh my God, <laughs> like pro bono, we will, we will take this case on whatever you need. This is the best example of someone who has so much money in a position of power, publicly creating the evidence for the case it's just it's so it's such a win-win you know like he's absolutely <laughs> going to be fucking sued oh yeah They're the whole the whole coming in that goes i was gonna ask earlier whether or not the lawsuits had already started rolling in or are they waiting to class action it up or something you know uh because yeah he's gonna all this is crazy this is fucking nuts like like this is fucking nuts listen it's fucking the richest nuts. human the law isn't you know it's, it's if it feels crazy to you, it's crazy. You know what I mean? That's a good rule. That's a good rule. Okay. This is probably an issue. It, it most certainly fucking is. Like the, the whole thing about like the law is is painted to people like it's this mag it's this magical thing, right? But it's really just what the facts happen to be. Like it's not that the lawyer is gifted or I no, no, no. What are the what are the facts? How much do they have on you? And they have a lot on you when you put the evidence on Twitter. This is an employment discrimination. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the best part. This is fucking nuts. You know, on the nuts. very website that the company operates, it's like Yo. it's just wild. And then he follows it up with this: uh, <laughs> he has a prominent active Twitter account and is wealthy. The reason he confronted me in public was to get a big payout. From what I've been told, he's done almost no work for the past four months, middle management or otherwise. Despite his claim on Twitter that he did work, it turns out he told HR that he couldn't work. No, he's he talking about what he told HR on Twitter. <laughs> It's, it's the most divorced right, that's, statement that's, that's like ever the added made. thing like even even if his even if his disability was public and that is something it doesn't matter but even if it did he also told them specific things that his disability limits him on like the typing stuff that is not public information that this guy is just throwing out there it's just over over the continue reading i just can't believe this shit uh well, where was it? and so i i got brought up something well it was uh, actually a TikTok that I saw, and it posed an interesting question. Um, do you guys remember back in like the 2008 recession? This is related to what we're talking about, I promise. 
-hmm. in the 2008 recession when Circuit City went out of business, right? Circuit City goes down and a whole bunch of people realizing that Circuit City doesn't have an active HR anymore, so there's no way to verify employment. There were a whole Mm -hmm. bunch of people that all claimed they did certain things at Circuit City to essentially advance their careers because there was no way to double check that. What this tweet thing proves is that there's no active or viable HR department right now. So honestly, if someone's going to try and grift to try and do better at their job and get somewhere else, they pose the, the theory, why not say you worked for Twitter? There's literally no way to verify it. Elon proved that there's no one fact-checking shit. Because wow. if he did, he would not have probably said those things he said. Or maybe he would. He's kind of stupid. But, like, maybe he did. Don't try it. He's not people. active HR. Get the grift. Everyone's worked for Twitter now. We've all worked for Twitter. <laughs> I'd and say, broadly then, speaking, all people shouldn't try this at home. This is this is don't do this. very bad advice. It's very unethical. Yes. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do anything. The lawyers apparently got a hold of him. Yes, the lawyers apparently got a hold of Elon Musk here. Gonna spend uh, this. So fucking stupid. I'm I'm not lying. As somebody who is an attorney and like has on you know people who work underneath you, if they say to me on the phone they have a headache, I cease to talk. Nothing further will be lobbied as a disability infringement against I. If they even suggest to me, if they even fucking suggest they need some time off, they feel stressed, I'd be like, take the week! Take it! (laughs) Take it! (laughs) You're not going to sue me. You're not going to Twitter threat me. (laughs) This motherfucker is wild. (laughs) Like, I can't believe, like, he didn't, like, Set on fire from the stress of the lawsuit. All this, shit. this many paragraphs. I was like, "You mean to tell?" And you know, you know what's sick? You want you want to hear what's cyclical about this? The reason he's able to fuck up and say all this shit is because he increased the fucking characters. Him doing bullshit set himself up. Because why? If you just had your basic two hundred and eighty characters, like a reasonable fucking person, you would never you wouldn't have gotten into all of this. But you done wrote a fucking treatise. To be written up into the into the civil complaint, this lawsuit's gonna go nuts. <laughs> gonna go nuts. <laughs> if I was him, let me tell you something. I would be at therapy immediately. I'd be at my therapist just talking about how stressed that I am because I gotta be. Because listen, let me tell you something. I'm gonna get you for everything, not just employment discrimination and everything. I'm gonna get you for. I'm not even thinking negligent infliction of emotional distress, intentional and fucking intentional. And I'm gonna go to therapy and I'm gonna run it up and I'm gonna run it up and I'm gonna run it up because I can you need damages, you need damages, you need damages. So what, are you serious? That's sort of breaks off Elon Musk. What, I couldn't wait. I'd be at the, I'd be at the lawyer's office like this. Yeah. <laughs> but but he did go on to apologize. Does that save Love him? That. He says, I would like to apologize to Holly for my misunderstanding of the situation. It was based on things I was told that were untrue, or in some cases true, but not meaningful. Mm-hmm. He is considering remaining at Twitter. The lawyers called him. The oh, lawyers yeah. called him. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. The lawyers, oh, the lawyers yeah. said, hey, yeah. hey, 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 hey. The He's considering what the fuck? He's considering remaining at Twitter. This guy ain't staying at Twitter. He, this is, that was that guy being too nice in a video meet call in a video call where he was looking Elon in the eyes and said, "I'll oh, consider it," because he seems oh, like a nice guy. Yeah, that reminds me. I almost forgot about the most amazing part of this story. He comes back at Elon. So I got a. I, I retweeted this this thread because it was. Uh, this is before the was, apology to be to be. Uh, 
Uh, Fair enough, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be really funny if this guy saw the apology and then started, I don't accept your fucking apology, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that would be funny. But uh, so he goes on to completely rip Elon apart, but in the most amazing, like laid back way. He says, hi again, Elon Musk. Hope you are well. I'm fine, too. I'm thankful for your interest in my health. But since you mentioned it, I want to give you more info. I have muscular dystrophy. as many effects on my body. Let me tell you what they are. My legs were the first to go. When I was 25 years old, I started using a wheelchair. It's been 20 years since that happened. In that time, the rest of my body has been failing me, too. I need to help get in and out of bed and use the toilet. For a long time, I thought my arms would remain strong. A doctor told me they would. But they ended up losing strength, which I don't mind telling you was, a, was hard to accept. But, uh, but you okay the cards you are dealt, and I've managed to create a wonderful life. My family is the best. I have two kids. I see them every day. I recommend that. My wife Wait, hold on, hold on, pause. That that yeah. right there, I think, is an underhand. People didn't realize that one. I have two kids. I see them every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, true. <laughs> true. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely I a dig. Hundred percent, yeah. that's a dig. No question. Yeah. My wife is fantastic, strong, kind, smart, amazing artist. Couldn't be happier with her. That's also About a nine thing. years ago. I started a company called uh, whatever it is. Uh, Uendo, Uendo or something like that. Yeah. So, some Icelandic shit. <laughs> <laughs> I worked a lot. It didn't do my body any favors, but it's what felt what I felt I needed to do. The hard work paid off and the company became very successful. We worked for many, uh, we worked for more or less uh, every big tech company. We grew fast and made money. I think that's what you were referring to when you say independently wealthy. That I independently made my money as opposed to say inherited an emerald mine. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But then after seven years, I was tired. COVID was running for longer than two weeks. You said it uh, for, for the t for two weeks. Sorry, COVID was running for longer than the two weeks you said it would. And my body was also continuing to get weaker. After looking at, my, at many options, I decided to sell my company to Twitter. Financially, it wasn't the best decision. My company was making a lot of money and Twitter's offer was lower than any smart valuation would say. But like you, I made a bet on Twitter having a lot more potential than it, than it has had. I joined at a time when the company was growing fast. You kind of did the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot going on. The company had a fair amount of issues, but then again, most bigger companies do, or even small companies like Twitter today. Ooh, Anyways, I digress. Are you still reading or is the bathroom break over? What was I saying? Ah, uh, yes. And then you bought the company and told employees you weren't firing 75% of them, which you then did. I wasn't in the first batch or the second or the fourth. I'm not sure which layoff round I was in. There were so many of them. Each one came after you promised the last one was the final one. During my time at the new Twitter or 2.0, as you call it, I talked to my manager every week and asked what I should focus on. And then I proceeded to do, to do those things, every one of them. I'm not sure if there, how much more there is to this, but... And now I finally... And now finally to my fingers, which uh, I know you have great concern for. Thank you for that, by the way. I'll tell you what I told them. I'm not able to do manual work, which in this case means typing or using a mouse for extended periods of time without my hands starting to cramp. I can, however, write an, uh, for an hour or two at a time. This wasn't a problem in Twitter 1.0 since I was a senior director and my job was mostly to help teams move forward, give them strategic and tactical guidance. And then he goes on to you know, the, 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 the final one you're looking for. It's not part of this thread. He, he uh, added it on as a separate thing. Um, go to his uh, you have to go to his uh, like his feed. I'll have to. Uh, I'm not sure which one you're you're referring to. Uh, the one about the bathroom. There's a second bathroom one. Other than There's the one a second bathroom keep, one. Okay. Yeah. Keep <laughs> scrolling down. Keep, and this one's pretty good. Uh, keep How far down? down. Is this uh, it was a couple days ago. So oh, wait, a little bit more, a little bit more. 
right there. I forgot to mention. Oh, I forgot to mention that I read, uh, that I read. Sorry, is that read? That I read. That I, that I read. You can't go to the toilet on your own either, Elon, <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear about that. I know the feeling. The only difference is I can't do it because of a physical disability, and you're afraid someone will hurt. <laughs> someone you hurt will attack you while you poop. <laughs> so apparently, right before, like the day this all happened, there was a report earlier that day that, that Elon Musk is constantly flanked by two bodyguards while yeah. he's at Twitter because he's afraid that the employees there are gonna like stage like a an attack on him or something. They they watch him shit. What the hell? Yeah, it's a thing. How tall is Elon Musk? Since we talked about height earlier, because this is giving short energy. I feel like he's probably like. Excuse you. Somebody somebody fact check. I think he's like six two. Like if I had to guess, I think he's actually tall. A big tall thing. No, I really. Yeah, somebody check. I feel like I know these things. He's a big tall. Yeah, he's he's like six and. Six feet and one and a half inches, apparently. That's what no I'm saying. No way. I don't believe I'm, that. I'm good. I'm listening. Y'all can't see me. <laughs> How tall is Elon Musk? <laughs> He's, yeah, six foot two. I saw six. Uh, but On six, top of that, yeah. this, I, I saw this happen. I, and uh, what, that makes, what, that what makes I me say, ashamed to be six foot two. Six, six two. I'm so good. Elon Musk apparently asked managers at Twitter to nominate their best employees for promotion, then fire the <laughs> yeah. managers and replace them with their lower paid nominees. Is that legal? That doesn't sound legal to me. It sounds, like, yeah. it sounds dictator, though. I feel like everything he's doing is what you'd expect a dictator to do. And then it's like, yes, it's kind of, it's, it's been amazing because it's showing just like every single leftist who's always been talking about the problems with capitalism. And if you have these people and CEOs and boards who have all this power and control over their employees, you're going to do super shitty shit. He's like the cartoonish version of that. He's doing everything, you know, asking people, why am I not viral anymore? And then they're like, uh, because you're not popular, sir. And then be like, fired uh, away with you. And then, and then like, I want to be more popular than Joe Biden. Make it happen. You go goblin mode right now all of you and, and make me more popular than the president of the United States and they that they have to do it and we're just sitting back and watching this whole fiasco I guess it sounds like some like bite him in the ass like something yeah bite him in the ass. That, that one sounds like some like comic book villain type shit like oh yeah Green so Goblin telling Spider-Man like pick someone to save and he picks Mary Jane and then Green Goblin's like Mary Jane if you want to live you must now kill Spider-Man <laughs> 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 That's that is what the Joker does in the Dark Knight, where he's like, we're we're having uh, auditions, and then snaps the pool uh, stick in half and gets them to kill each other to like show their loyalty. That's that's what he's making. He's doing that in real time. God. It's crazy. It's it's nuts. It's nuts over there. Uh, I can't believe. I I mean, a testament to the people who built Twitter before Elon Musk came along that that site's still fucking up. <laughs> Barely, but it, it's, it's, it's chugging along. But it's clown shoes, right? Like the other day, you all saw when the pictures just stopped, and it was like API, user, mm -hmm. HTTP plus, all that kind of stuff. And you're just like, well, this is clearly like when someone stops repairing a car. Like the car will still work for a little while, but eventually parts are just going to start exploding, right? Like a Tesla. Mm hmm, like a Tesla. <laughs> I guess this did, is on par for him. It helps did, to explain. Did you see that Tesla is currently being sued by two separate people who claim that their their steering wheel came off in the car? Literally, that Tim Robinson <laughs> sketch where the guy just wants a car with a great steering wheel. Do you remember? What, do, you, do you guys have seen that show? I think you I should leave on Netflix. You haven't seen that? What's oh, it my God. I think you should leave. 
That's it's really a sketch weird. comedy show. Leave? I think you should watch leave. it real quick. Uh, yeah, that's the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'll check it out. Oh yeah, Blair, I, I've Blair, seen the show. I, I don't the, the sketch. I'm I'm not remembering the sketch with the guy at the the focus group. The oh, call the. I just saw the most incredible comment I ever seen in my life, and I just wanted to point it out. Someone said, "Who is a lie of me? A YouTube person? She's always quiet when I'm on." What? <laughs> you should like screenshot that. I was I was gonna say screenshot. Just reply cause... with that comment. If we're ready to move on from from uh, Mr. <laughs> Musk, I'm not sure why I just called him that. Um, I do have a, a a clip. I don't. I wouldn't mind sharing, and then we can move on to the questions we have. Uh, all right. So to set this up, um, actually, I, I wrote something down here just to make sure i get this wait it's process. just hitting me now did you call him mr musk I did, and then i said i don't know why i did that <laughs> don't put respect on his name david yeah. yo maybe, that maybe should be hidden different <laughs> hell yeah there's one to respectfully yeah. get away from me there's like an yeah. outbreak going around turning people into musk sycophants and all of a sudden we're gonna slowly surely one by one going like yes elon you that's did a real, great meme elon mind virus that's the actual woke mind virus <laughs> attacking all of our brains mr musk <laughs> so uh this week during a house hearing on the u.s strategic petroleum reserve uh, Lauren Boebert, of course, Republican representative, took issue with something that Cory Bush said, and uh, you're going to see that here. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I would like a parliamentary. Let me turn this. Let me know if this volume. I have a little volume thing here in my tab. I'm not sure if it actually applies to when we're streaming, but mm. let's. I think it still does. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I would like a parliamentary inquiry into taking down uh, the gentlelady's words, the ranking member's words, uh, for insinuating that our witness made white supremacist statements using his words. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Everyone's like, what do we Here do with this? take shit? down words that are directed toward a witness only to other members. As I was saying, the African and African-American Studies Department, this is the quote, has 23 classes. In many of these classes, African culture is presented not as inferior to Western culture, but as on equal footing with it. In other departments, the same is done with Latin American, Indian, and American Indian culture, end quote. When confronted about these views over two decades later, rather than disavow them, he doubled down on this narrative saying, quote, it has nothing to do with skin color. I was arguing that those cultures overall are inferior to Western culture. <laughs> we are not inferior to any culture, speaking as a descendant of one of those cultures. This is the witness the Republicans invited to discuss issues of energy security. He came here to promote fossil fuels, which we know are disproportionately harming and killing black and brown people. Fact. Last week, 
I joined Ranking Member Raskin and all of my Democratic oversight colleagues in calling on oversight Republicans to denounce white nationalism and denounce white supremacy in all its forms. Not one single Republican joined us. Didn't they so denounce socialism, <laughs> like collectively? They did. <laughs> like official, officially? And work with us to ensure this committee engages in advancing good and reducing harm rather than perpetuating it. That is respect. Our committee needs... So, you know, Lauren Boebert is, like, objecting because trying to claim, oh, how dare you call him a, for, for, or uh, call him out for saying white supremacist things. And then Cori Bush, like, clearly <laughs> reads out the quote that is obvious white it's, supremacist it's, garbage. It's, yeah, extremely racist. <laughs> How is what he said racist, though? Like, they're, they're going to do that for everything. It's it's so frustrating. <sighs> Listen, I really insist we stop. Like, this... You know what frustrates me when it comes to racist and white supremacy is it's only then that we act like we need a, conf a confession to convict. Never is that the standard for anything else. Like, if you have all the evidence, you don't need anybody to confess to shit. In fact, everybody denies the charges in the entire criminal system. And you convict. And you fucking convict. But when it comes to white supremacists, we need to, like, engage them in the conversation. And I feel like, is this a mistake to even condone them? Like, they need to be dismissed for the theatrics mm -hmm. and the silliness. Of course, I love Corey. She killed that. She smoked that for the record, all facts. And I do wanna, in a moment, I wanna build on her touch on environmental racism, but just as a general, I think that's why they keep us, they keep us, uh, it's a politic of distraction. They keep us constantly mm -hmm. playing that song and dance with them because in the middle of trying to talk about something substantive, here you go, have to constantly defend the charge because for some reason we feel like we need them to agree to the charges, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, they, sh they should just be ignored. You're, you're white supremacists, just, just keep it pushing. Let's keep it pushing. Because Republicans don't accept the same level of politic and distraction from us. And I think that's what's important. Republicans do not stop to engage. You know what I mean? They just go rampaging on with their bullshit. And they just, they don't care. Logic, facts, stats, whatever. Fuck y'all. <laughs> foolishness. And they just they just run on. And I think that's what we need to do. Like, sometimes I think it's a mistake for us to get in the weeds um, with them. But on the environmental racism tip, I think that's something that's not being talked about enough, even from the angle of like Pop City being covered now and they are it like intentionally downplaying that they're presented. Like it's just it's just a facility, it's just a training facility rather than y'all are trying to clear 350 fucking acres of land of the forest that is there to protect this uh 50 or what I think over 50% of Atlanta are black people. And the the forest is there to literally protect from over flooding, overheating, all of this. And you're going to go clear the forest. That is environmental racism. And that brought me to this that I meant to tell you all about weeks ago, but I forgot because I'd be fried. Um, <laughs> I feel like we should show people the trailer for this thing called this uh, documentary I went and saw called The Smell of Money. I'm about to send the link to our, our, our group chat. Um, oh, yeah. I feel like we should show the people that because it's amazing. Mm. Um. And just a, honestly, just a, I, I don't want to explain it when the trailer's perfect. 
Right, right before you play the trailer, I just want to also add to that because I know there's some Canadians watching. Uh, in Canada, we do the exact same thing to Indigenous people. Like uh, the bands in Saskatoon where my mother grew up, there is just direct pollution that is put into areas and they're highly concentrated around Indigenous communities, Native communities, First Nations communities. Uh, the, the environmental racism is not unique to America. It's something that is taking place. It, it takes place in Australia as well. If you tell, if you like, you look at the, what happens to the Indigenous people in Australia, exact same situation. You know, it's the same thing like colonization kind of plays out the same way in, in, in globally you know around the world Bing. David I sent the, the link watch the trailer they are poisoning our soil poisoning our groundwater poisoning people fellow Americans they are stealing from them in the present and stealing from future generations if it does not touch you in an emotional way if you really get in to look at this issue what's from an environmental standpoint of an animal rights issue whether it's a human rights issue whether it's an antibiotic use issue if you can walk away from this saying no big deal you need to come talk to me come spend let me take you for three days and let you sit down and talk to these people who have to live with this every day matter of fact let me let you live in their shoes for a day and see if it doesn't change your mind. No, and ain't nobody helping us do nothing. They don't care because we black. We back up in the country. I just hope my house don't get burned up tonight from top of the year. I'm sure he's somewhere peeping now. You can believe that. He got his boys on you. What make you think you have a right to set up a hog farm and destroy my way of life? People don't have access to clean air and clean water anymore. One of the most disturbing stories that I've heard is the sensation of being sprayed with shit, basically. I have seen this stream filled with feces and urine from this hog operation right up here more than one time. Almost every fish in the river died. Over a billion fish died in a period of about a week and a half. Everyone else on this road got to help change. Every one of us, trust me. Our health is at stake here. To raise animals in this way puts all of us at risk. It is time that the village stand up, step up, and speak up. If these people had lived in McMansions, it would have been a different story. It's the power to control. That's what drives them to the end of sanity. All the laws protect these industries. No one is protecting us. Powerful. Yeah, that looks great. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I, went, I, I, I watched the whole thing in a screening, and it's like this. I think, I believe it's in the Carolinas, where it's like the largest hog farm operation, where basically all of this is happening. And right next to this, like, little black community, they are the entire, that entire cesspool there and spraying it onto these people in their homes and they are ill and dying like for generations and generations and suing. And they finally, you know, they, they, they sued like many of them and they have to keep defending these lawsuits. And then they're, they're dying before they could even get a penny in and it still hasn't stopped anything. The fact that they are just spraying this and killing these people and 
These are homes they've lived in for generations and generations and generations. Um, and it's incredible. And I just thought it was a, a really moving documentary because when you hear environmental racism, that's not something that's ever, that's not in the ma mainstream. People don't know. They just think you're throwing something out there or this is happenstance. They don't understand that. So I think it's important to provide these concrete examples of like how this works, how they get the laws, how they set this up. And they they do this to particular communities and what environmental racism really is and what it is to poison the, 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 um, the air poison the water which you see in flip michigan and in black communities and these kinds of things like that's what environmental racism is so that's the end of my my contributions and then you'll see like people like like i, I think it was a uh, jd vance might have been today he claimed that um people in east palestine ohio after the, the derailment they're being ignored because they're white that that's mm -hmm. that's that's his point. <laughs> meanwhile there are like oh. countless examples mm -hmm. Of like uh, of communities that are not white that are being impacted by you know this sort of thing and it's it's ridiculous also uh white people dying from environmental disasters is also bad it's like i i never get that gotcha where it's like well no one cares about the story no one talks about it because it's affecting white people no one ever talks about how white people are killed by police officers it was like that's bad too that i i don't want that to also happen i would rather that white people weren't disproportionate yeah. like why <laughs> like and and it's look weird at like that who, that's been when it comes to you know the parties clearly you know obviously in terms of leadership not much is getting done but it for people who in those parties that actually are trying to do something who like what party are they are they with it's the democratic party like that mm -hmm. that is the only side that's actually trying to deal with any of these issues in in any sort of way uh whatsoever so for you know republicans to claim that they're the ones fighting for this shit is so is just so dishonest yeah, yeah, they're they're all going with that whole narrative that East Palestine is being ignored because they're white. I saw Benny Johnson say something like that too. When it's so it's so ridiculous because I mean Flint, Michigan, they are only now starting to replace the pipes to get them clean drinking water. It has been years. I mean, there's that photograph of Little Miss Flint, like she's holding the sign, and then you could see her basically like grown up, still asking oh, for clean drinking water, and that. they. Yeah, and they haven't replaced the pipes that go into the house, like the houses. So it's still not that's an issue so that's fucked. been solved. So that's it's so yeah, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, I hate, I hate to be a broken record here, but uh, there's almost forty uh, reserves in Canada, Indigenous reserves that also don't have clean drinking water, despite the fact that Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister, the blackface guy, uh, said that he was going to handle that as a campaign promise. So just just going to throw that out. This guy. is well, I mean that's we, we should <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> <laughs> in case you didn't know, yeah, that's all. I'll refer to him from now on. But yeah, it's uh, it's a problem here, fucking too. Like just just it, environmental racism is a thing, yeah, and like you know, it's one of those aspects where it's like it sucks. This is like this intersectionality. This is a cross where both you can see there's a uh, capitalist incentive in order to be able to go through indigenous land, put pipelines through indigenous land, destroy indigenous land, and clean drinking water that lands there. Uh, but at the same time, the you know the federal police service of Canada is going to go uh, attack them uh, for the glory of the corporation. Right, like the, the corporate interests are upheld in Canada, just like they are in the U.S., just like they are globally. For you know, it it just sucks. It's the reality. Yeah. Well, what it is too is it comes down to something that I believe we now call sacrifice cities or sacrifice zones, and it's obviously the EPA is not super well funded on on everything, even though they're trying. So. Um, essentially, these are just geographic areas that are being labeled as permanently impaired by heavy environmental alterations or economic uh, deinvestment. 
through locally unwanted land use essentially in these zones typically exist in either low income or minority communities because these companies are able to get away with this shit. And then essentially when these health risks become too much to them and stuff, it's not worth cleaning it up. So they just abandon them in these communities. The reality is Flint could have been fixed and it wasn't, and it has become a sacrifice city. Like it could mm. have been fixed. This could have been stopped if people cared and if the right authorities were in place to actually take advantage of being able to fix this issue and they didn't because it wasn't worth their time. Why? Why don't we take a look at the demographics of who's in Flint, Michigan and how those people in that state felt. There's literally a middle of the U.S. that's called like the cancer belt or something where a mm. shit ton of low income families live in these sacrifice cities and sacrifice zones. They don't get a choice. They can't just move away. They're stuck there and they have to live in that. They will die in that and their children will like, they will die in that too. And they will all suffer and they don't right. get a choice. Because the reality is it's not a problem to fix. It's deliberate. That, that, that's, that's just the, the thing that people don't want to accept. It's not an awareness thing. It's, it's not a matter of their, yes, it's exactly. These things are institutionally set up. That is, that is, that is how it is meant to be. They know exactly what it is that they're doing. There's a reason why other communities have the infrastructure and why these things are done there. They put them there for a reason. You know, there's a reason why they say we could put the hog farms next to, to, to the black communities. We could do these different things there because they, that's, that's, that's why all of it is, is, is systemic. But also the the and it's institutional. But the thing to remember is originally these things are all set up. They're set up to run. They didn't just like happen over time and it's embed. You know, it like it, it didn't just roll into racism and then it's embedded. It's like no, no, no. The plan set down. The infrastructure set up was to play out this way, and that's why it's it's not a oh, it's not a problem to fix. It's not a matter of oh they don't care, they don't know, they don't whatever. I always try to remind people that awareness is for us. Right. Awareness is not for the powers that be. And sometimes we get it fucked up that we think that we need to be making the powers that be aware of something. They fucking know. They're the ones that you first. You know what I mean? They're the they're ones just, doing they're it. They're doing it. Everybody yeah. in the court is aware, right? Like, yeah. I know what's happening. The judge knows what's it's happening. The, the prosecutor. We all know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, public. Yeah. Awareness is for the public because when the public becomes aware, if the public can get so mobilized around something, that if the public can change what is acceptable, politicians, in order to maintain their power, feel compelled to do what the populace says, that, you know, they need to do whatever. If the populace expresses that outrage, which is why they do their best to suppress the populace from learning certain information but awareness is not for the powers that be it's not a mistake it's not like oh there's some shit going afoot and you just don't know the number to the powers that be to let them know we have the most direct access to the powers that be than ever before this isn't the, the times of yesteryear, we aren't the founders writing the federalist papers talking about ooh, how word of mouth might travel if we get some factions bro we have twitter we at them they fucking know they, they reply to you and shit. They it's, see it. They it's, know. It's, They're was, fully aware. I was, I was going to say it's the exact opposite. They're spending time distracting all of us with candy. Be, being like, hey, by the way, did you know these non-binary Skittles are no longer woke? Like, like, what the fuck is this nonsense? Now I'm really mad. I'm so mad at chocolate. I'm very mad at Dr. Seuss and chocolate. Mr. Potato Head is no longer Mr. Potato Head. It's Potato Head. The, the world has fallen apart. And, and meanwhile, you don't think about the real problems that happen. You don't think about the real things that actually cause all these, like, you know, your actual oppression. The, how, how, how your life is actually made shittier, like, in a multitude of ways. Yeah, a politic of distraction. 
Blair. Yes, let's let's continue. So we have um, a lot of questions and people asking our thoughts and opinions on Marion Williamson. Like a lot of questions. I want Alita to go first. But... I don't <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I want to set, set the tempo. Set the tempo. Come on. Um, so I, I have a bigger breakdown on my on my channel uh, this week. My first video on it. Uh, basically, I don't know. Point is, she's I mean, she's not going to defeat Biden for the nomination. Just to quickly clear anybody that thinks that is a possibility. Uh, it's not the point. It's not like it's not like Bernie Sanders. It's not like Donald Trump. Uh, voters on the right don't or voters on the right vote because of emotion, that kind of thing. Democratic voters vote usually based on media narratives, based on what's comfortable, based on who they're told is electable. That's not Marion Williamson. We're talking about a primary. We're talking about an incumbency in Joe Biden. So it's not like 2016. Williamson's not in government, so it's a, anyways. She's not going to be Biden <laughs> for various reasons. Watch my video for more on that. Um, in terms of you know whether this is a serious run, whether it's to sell her books, uh, my point on that is it that her intention doesn't matter as much as potential impact and the potential impact if she is covered, which I don't think she will be past this week. But if she is covered by the media, uh, by, by mainstream press generally, then there is a potential there to have what she is discussing in her platform, which is a good, it's the, you know, it's, it's a working class message. It's, it's a Bernie message. There is a good chance that that could, you know, maybe uh, stop Biden from trying to just grab right wing voters is what, you know, these these runs typically try to do. They try to go after voters on the right as opposed to bring out new people to vote is how Democrats should be trying to win. Uh, but I don't have much faith that's going to happen because I don't think she's going to be covered, really. Uh, so regardless of her intention in the run, I don't think that matters as much as the potential impact. But that impact really, I think, is going to be negligible. But I don't know. If if she uses Watch it, my like, videos for more. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to plug before before I say something? But I, <laughs> I was, I was going to say she uses this as like an opportunity to basically uh, go on mainstream media and then be like, hey, we should end the military industrial complex. That's cool. So, so I'd be I'd be fine with that if that if that's like the extent of it, right? And like you know, Biden should probably not expand the amount of money the Pentagon's asking for weapons and bombs and uh, not do that thing. That that that'd be great. So if if that's all there is to it, then yeah, I don't really have any um, opposition to the run, so to speak. And to be clear, she, I mean she, she has been doing some like she has been doing that in interviews this week and, and mm -hmm. I guess last week. Um, you know, she she has. She has, a, if you go to her site, a, a solid platform, and, and she's disgusted, and she's, she's I think, a, a solid order for at least, a, you know, a certain audience. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't think past this week, there's going to be a whole lot of talk about Williamson. Yeah, I mean, there's no downsides to her running. I think that for the left, there's only positives. Um, I'm going to be voting for her in a primary. Like, why not? Um, I just I don't want people to get their hopes up and think that there could be like another Bernie Sanders situation, because as David said, like this is a primary challenger to an incumbent president. She has a near zero chance of of winning. So best case scenario, she can kind of exert pressure on Biden or elevate the salience of particular issues. And that does matter. Like that's not insignificant. I think that that does matter. But in terms of like 
there's like, there's like the sub conversation going on about whether or not she should have ran as a third party candidate. None of that matters until we actually change the institutions because our institutions are set up. So there was always, always just two parties. It's called Duverger's law. Um, so what she's doing here is I think the best that she can to influence the conversation. And regardless if that is to promote a book or something like that, I honestly don't care as long as she's talking about these issues, like she's talking about uh, Medicare for all and healthcare. I love that. I value that. Um, so if she brings that to the table and gets Biden to maybe do better, which probably not, but you know, Biden ran away from a public option. So to recenter the conversation on Medicare for all, when we were kind of skewing further right and not even discussing a public option, I think that that is important. So like to the extent that I'll support Marianne Williamson, um, I'm voting for her. I'm not going to donate any money, unfortunately, and I can't recommend that other people do the same because it's like we're stretched thin, right? There's other members of Congress that we want to see get elected or potential members of Congress that we want to see get elected. So, you know, you don't have to get super invested in this. Don't get your hopes up. It's just this is about messaging, period. End of story. I, that's uh, you're all being very nice. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, I think I, I I think she as a as a person who has put herself out there, she seems like she believes what she says, and she seems like a very nice individual. Um, but this run, what what's behind it? Nothing. There's nothing behind it. I, I'm I'm not going to tell someone not to run. Anyone who wants to run should run. But the whole point of pushing yeah. someone, if, if you're if you're running a campaign, even if the point is you know you're going to lose, but to push someone. One, there still has to be a movement behind you. That's why Birdie's campaign was so successful. That's why those left-wing campaigns are, that just try to push someone um, to, towards the left are more successful because there's some sort of movement behind them. Or the individual is a well-respected, you know, long-time person within the, you know, the, the scene, the, the leftist uh, movement. She's just not that. There's nothing behind her. Uh, the idea that she's going to push Biden anywhere is uh, and i say this as someone who thinks she's nice it's laughable it's laughable she's not gonna be able to do any of that she isn't she isn't and i'm saying this is she should run she should run she should do whatever the hell she wants uh i like her i like what she says she just doesn't have that long term uh standing within the left like i remember in 20 2016 when when did she run it was no in 2020 she 2020, ran right yeah yeah i remember in 2020 like she was like learning as she went. She was like asking people after a debate, what do you all think of Medicare for all? Because that wasn't her original she position. She and she saw her that. Mind. Yeah, she yeah. went against it because someone brought up how like, wouldn't private insurance be like abolished? Like it would. Oh, I'm against it now. Like, she, like, changed, like, like, listen, like, oh, listen why she changed her mind? Like, what it's, the hell? it's, it's great if she changes her mind or whatever, but if you're going to be that strong candidate, who's going to push the president of the United States left, you need some, you know, you, you need something behind that. And she doesn't have like, it. Yeah, she doesn't like have that groups, something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, in my first video on that, I mentioned as well, like it, has she been building this for a couple of years? Cause it doesn't seem like it. It's, it's more just like all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm running for president. She has a nice graphic and I, I don't know, I guess there's some money behind her somehow. Um, but it's, it, yeah, there's no, it's, it does. I agree with you. It's, it's just, it, it's, there's nothing that's, I, I, I respect that she's running as a Democrat and not third party. So she could, you know, play some sort of spoiler role. Cause other, I guess, cause I mean, she knows, she knows what her role here is or what she hopes for it to be. And it's not that she's going to be president. It's that maybe she builds a, a movement or uh, pushes Biden, but I, I, I don't see any sort of 
trajectory there. It just doesn't well, seem like that's the case. I in just, her defense, though, like I think that most people acknowledge that this is an incumbent president, Democratic Party primary. So it is really hard to generate a movement or excitement. Like if this were just a blank slate and, you know, this were the 2028 primary and it's a free for all. Um, I think that there's more potential there. But when you're going up against an incumbent president, that is so difficult, you know. Tell us on our mic. You say you would vote for her. What would be your pitch for her? If you was the chief of staff right now, you're trying to get us to vote for her. What would you say? Why? Why are you giving her your vote? I want to hear. Because she's not Joe Biden. That's yeah, it. I would just say, I mean, in, in a primary, <laughs> it doesn't really matter, right? Like it's a yeah. primary. Can, yeah, Mike, yeah. Wait, Mike, can you can you, you do that? Biden, <laughs> and if Mike. somebody else emerges that's to the left of her, like if we get a real commie, I'll vote for the commie. I'm just anyone who's not Biden um, is my small, teeny tiny, insignificant way of sending a message to the Democratic Party that they don't give a shit about that. Hey, Biden sucks ass. Know. I'd like somebody better. But at the end of the day, it really, in the grand scheme of things, I hate to say it, folks, doesn't really make that big of a difference, right? I appreciate the substance that she brings to these conversations. I think it's really important. Again, like, I feel like she's done better with regard to Medicare for all. And she has the facts and the figures down. And when she's gone on these interviews, the way that she speaks about Medicare for all in particular is really, really beautiful. So I appreciate that. But at the end of the day, in terms of getting power, it's going to be Almost like I'm not going to say impossible, but we're talking like point zero 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 one percent chance of her winning a single primary. So I just don't want people to get their hopes up as they did like with Bernie Sanders in 2016 and 2020, um, because this is about the messaging and trying to shift the Overton window to the left, in my view. And that's really it. But could you phrase that in the form of an attack ad and use the attack ad like voice to be like in a world where Mary Emerson <laughs> and and then play it all out? But the the problem the problem is though like listen I, again if, if she if she pulls off something and I I'll be happy to eat my hat I'm not I'm not like you're not wearing a hat I'm not like I'm not Mr. Pro Joe Biden or whatever but she's just not not the person she just doesn't have that long standing like you know and there's not many people either who can do it in the, the who who have that you know I I know we, you could easily just throw out Bernie but look even Bernie has his limits he's pu he's pushed Joe Biden mm -hmm. as far as probably Joe Biden will go left like if Bernie True. uh you know if Bernie came out today and said he was going to run a campaign uh I'm sure the Biden you know Biden would be worried and his people would be worried because that's someone who can mount an actual uh campaign against him but but even then how far can Bernie push Joe Biden he's already tried to do that and we've seen where mm -hmm. that goes I mean I mean, I Biden is considering it. implementing the family separation policy, like pushing him at yeah, all is going to be really fucking hard. It also just seems like there's very little appetite, at least right now, for a challenge to Biden. Like you can look at polls mm -hmm. and I've cited these polls where like most people do not want Biden to run again. They want somebody else. But when the rubber meets the road, like <laughs> there's, there's not there's not really going like at least for a Marianne Williamson, like it would it would have to be someone like a Bernie. And even then, I, I don't think I would want him to do it. Because it's it's this, it I don't think it's it would be successful and it would just kind of be a dud. Like, again, you're going up against a president. It doesn't. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good. Yeah. Any, any any Democrat that primaries a sitting Democratic president is basically asking for their career to end that way. Yeah. They will never <laughs> be looked true. at the same. Historically, yeah, they will never be looked at <laughs> the same again. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I suppose that within the Democratic Party, Biden's approval rating is way, way up. Um, Which is so especially, sad. especially with young people. 
especially oh. the 18 well, to 29 demographic, approve of Biden more than any other demographic. That doesn't surprise me. The alternative is like trans people shouldn't exist. That's like that's the that's other side. Is, yeah. yeah. So like for, for a young person yeah. who like most of them are like they're in touch with this kind of shit. They see that. Yeah, obviously. If I looked over, OK, so what's the alternative to this fucking war criminal 1994 crime bill creep show smells women's hair? Uh, oh, yeah, it's 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 the elimination of queer people from from the earth. Well, then, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the first one. Not cause... to mention like everything. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just like fa- this or or fascism. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's it. Of, right. That's <laughs> what people are like looking at. So open sudden, fascism. Looks mighty fine. Yeah. yeah. That, like... <laughs> he looks he looks great. <laughs> yeah. If ever there was a point in time that the Democrats were right to use the GOP boogeyman argument, not to excuse their terribleness, but like if ever there was a time for them to use that argument and have it land, it's right now. I mean, like, I don't know how close we are to the death camps, not to be hyperbolic, but it's bad. Like, like we're, we're having Republicans openly call for the eradication of transgenderism. Uh, it, it's scary. Like, there's actual organizations now. Somebody just reached out to me uh, personally. I'm going to bring on my show who's trying to transport people out of the United States who are trans just to save them or get them into different states where they're uh, going to be more safer. Like, it's a bad situation right now. So yeah, I hate and- the Democratic Party. They're terrible. But there's just not even a comparison to the Republicans at this point. They're just so far beyond the pale and such a threat to democracy and the world that I, I, the whole lesser of two evil thing doesn't even apply at, in this instance. Like we're talking about like a force that can like crush the country and, and lead to genocide. Um, and, and, and on that point, like groups like the one that Mike just mentioned, that's where a lot of people's energy sh- like should be going towards. Like don't, I think sometimes people on the left get maybe a little, and, and I, you know, this is in terms of like what I do, I cover politics, I cover news, but if you like don't put all your hopes and dreams in like an election every four years like that isn't the end all be all right like there there is mm-hmm. movements being built on the ground there are groups doing active uh, like fantastic work that's where you, your hopes should be at the moment like don't don't be thinking oh look at these people call themselves leftist mafia and they won't even back marion williamson like that that's a ridiculous way to, to try and, and look at any of these issues or, or, or politics generally it's not about the election every four years it's about what else is going on I- in, I also in, think in between. I also think there's an internet left that gets carried away sometimes and loses any sense of nuance. Like there are people that are like very much so to the left because they are organizers and people engaged in actual movements and things every day that don't care to be involved in politics from the sense of like football and are not interested with who like the internet left has decided they really love and are keyed into and is like rallying around. And some people don't have the luxury to be that interested on an ideological philosophical level that they put together in their online communities that they really want to back a particular kind of person. Some people are particularly busy. And I think like, you know, I straddle the world of like for me I don't care about politics as for on a football level of what the Democrats and the Republicans and who's doing what and the little faction of the day I don't find it interesting if it doesn't insofar as it converges with what is happening with like people and particular things and that I'm following and movements and shit that I I care about I verge on that and then also being that's that's one side and then to me if I'm gonna if I'm gonna bother to care then it becomes about what makes sense which is a different set of brain and so either in either world for me the Marianne Williamson thing doesn't doesn't get me geared up in either brain like oh yeah we're still talking about neither brain <laughs> I forgot about that neither brain and neither brain and sometimes I also think too I also think sometimes there is not a true um 
there are different kinds. There's a much wider political spectrum than we care to like acknowledge. And there's a lot of nuance to things. Like there's a left, there's a black left, there's all these kinds of things. And sometimes who we've decided is the most progressive because that's who's in our face. And then by our, I mean like white mainstream, what is the conversation we're having on the internet and stuff like that is the most leftist progressive thing is really not all too as what there's you a think clown shoes like, left. Not, there's tons of yeah, <laughs> yeah. So for me, I'm just like. You know, I'm all for, um, but I will say, I see a, a lot of the comments, uh, uh, people are very interested in her coming on. So if that is a thing, I, I would I would just say, I will sign on to that. I'm all for the people being able to, I have no opinions. Y'all know I can't vote. Don't nobody look this way. Don't listen to me. Don't say I told you what to do. Nah, I, I can't <laughs> vote. This is Bahamian. I mind my business. Can't vote. Nobody's primary. Um Marianne was the only candidate in 2020 for full-on reparations. Why, why'd you scream that at me? You said at Miss O'Loran, Marianne was the Capstock only candidate in 2020 for full-on reparations. So because I'm black, my flagship issue is reparations. <laughs> that's great. That's fucking wild. That's wild. That's powerful. That's powerful. Not to other that's you, true. but... Uh, uh, <laughs> I know. I don't need you. I'm a judge. Y'all keep it. Everybody have it. Uh, Rachel. You you should um, care about this. You should care. This is a crucial issue to you. <laughs> this this poll is the perfect uh, uh, showing of what we're talking about here. This is a poll, uh, a University of North Florida poll, uh, speaking to Florida voters. Uh, Florida voters prefer Trump to Biden, fifty to forty three percent. They prefer DeSantis to Biden, fifty one to forty two percent. But when you ask them about policies. 75 to 22% oppose the six-week abortion ban. No 77% to 21% oppose concealed carry laws. 61% to 35% oppose banning CRT on campuses. They literally support the candidates who want to give them the things they don't support. There is a disconnect here. There is a mm -hmm. disconnect here. Between yeah. what they're being sold, right? Between what like they're being told by the millionaires paid by billionaires on a regular basis to what actually is going to play out. Like, I would normally say it's well, it's it's because they they value their racism over everything else. But when when you ha even have ban <laughs> CRT and they're opposing that, that that also kind of flies in the face of that idea. They're really just fucking stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> Unbelievable. From Kentucky that Aaron Reed shared where it showed that there is no support even among Republicans for banning gender affirming care like a majority of Republicans in Kentucky are against it. So they keep voting for these politicians who are doing what they don't want and then they're wondering why nothing's changing. But it's wild. Like, did you see that? Uh, who's the governor of Arkansas right now? Uh, I forget her name. Sarah Huckabee Austin Sanders. Huckinson. Yeah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is like, okay, so I oh, achieved Sarah, things. Right. Yeah, for, for the Bernie Sanders' are. wife. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I've achieved things for the people. I what, what did she do? She That's banned so CRT. <laughs> okay. Sorry, go I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna ignore that. That never no no okay that never happened. Um, so banning CRT and making sure woke ideology is destroyed. Same thing with like DeSantis in Florida. This is where woke ideology goes to Like they brought fucking Matt Walsh to speak in Mississippi about like children's genitals and stuff like that. Matt Walsh. That has like Mississippi has the highest rate of infant mortality 
in the United States. That motherfucker does not like give two shits about the healthcare of children. And and this is a serious problem. This this is an incredibly impoverished state. It's got a lot. It's got a lot of issues. What are you going to do to help the people? What's the governor going to do? And it's like, well, I'm going to invite the white supremacist Matt Walsh to talk about how kids' genitals need to be inspected by him. That's like it's 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 such a, a clown theater. I don't know how else to describe it. Every time I see this, where it's like the very politicians who pretend to care and see, like speak to their constituents. They don't give two fucks. They're, they're totally fine bringing these bigots and assholes and racists and transphobes to speak. Meanwhile, people are dying and suffering. And, and like, but you do nothing. You, you just sit back and be like, distractions. Yeah, I've been mull- I've been mulling over this. The the Sarah Huckabee Sanders is actually uh, Mike Huckabee and Bernie Sanders' child. That's that's where I'm going with. <laughs> I'm out. I have to leave. I can't be part of the stream anymore. Bye. <laughs> That sounds like some woke nonsense to me, Matt. Two men having a kid. Terribly. Mm. Uh, Speaking like, of, uh... Sanders is not that is, is not that unique of a name. Like, <laughs> there's many many Sanders is in the world. Just well, David Dole is Bob Dole's son. That's that's nah. Cats out of the bag. <laughs> Right, so you, don't, you don't understand though like when that shit was popping off like you know when when bob dole was on the simpsons in the 90s kids were calling me like bob dole it was just it was a thing for like a year <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways so a more personal question um yes. i think i saw this one last week and we didn't get around to it so i see it again so i'm gonna i'm gonna ask this this one says uh hey mafia I'm glad to have found you guys. Unfortunately, I'm the only leftist and proud socialist in my family. My immigrant family has been slowly being consumed by the Fox News brain rot. What advice do you have for someone to cope with this loss? It hurts to recognize it, but if fascism comes to rise, I would not trust my family because I know they'd betray me in a heartbeat. Thank you guys so much. Viva la revolution. Well, the first thing that I want to say to that person is... You just got to work up that courage to... Just gotta work up that courage to take him out. <laughs> Damn, I feel I like you're see... building to something there. <laughs> I know. I thought you were gonna say something genuine, and you're like, just take him no, out. No, no, I can that. tell Bender was building to something. That really... <laughs> <laughs> he's so devious. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, listen, go and I, I, and I'm saying this earnestly, okay? <laughs> if you have access to your grandparents or family members' television, and I'll have a more serious answer in a moment, but this is also a serious recommendation: set the parental controls. Do not tell them the password block Fox News. Literally do this. Like, you will save them from brain rot and then just play dumb. But you have to do it when they can't catch you. But in terms of, like, how do you deal with this? How do you cope? Um, If you think that they're honestly too far gone and that's an assessment that only you can make and you honestly think that they pose a danger to you, then there's no harm in cutting them out. I've had to cut off family members who are extremely homophobic and um, it's it hurts. It sucks. But you have to it's not wrong to be selfish when it comes to personal safety and um, and your own life. So if they honestly are a threat to you, cut them off. What what is up? Uh, uh, I'm going to be serious now. Uh, what what is a, what is the part that's appealing to them? Is it the whole right wing or is there something that they're uh, uh, obsessed about? You know, a lot of immigrant families obsess over the fact of illegal immigrants, uh, you know, because somehow uh, I see this a lot uh, where they, you know, they came here legally and then they get angry that people who are escaping all sorts of brutality in their home country or just seeking a better life uh, generally 
come here through other means and, and that sort of uh, you know, uh, uh, radicalizes them. I've seen that so often with, uh, you know, immigrant families. It's, it's very sad dynamic, but it's, it's something that happens a lot. Um, is that the case or were they just like, you know, normal and then all of a sudden the pandemic hit and they started reading QAnon shit on Facebook? Mm. Like what, what are we talking about when we were talking about like, uh, were they always right wing? Did something happen? I feel like it depends because uh, based on that, you would go about it differently. Yeah, COVID broke a lot of uh, people's brains. So if you were already kind of like predisposed to conspiratorial thinking, like COVID-19 was the dam bursting. And a lot of people I, I've seen, like even in my own family, had become radicalized. Like nobody got de-radicalized because of COVID. Like so many people just went into cuckoo land and you know you understand why right there's like mass hysteria there's a lot of uncertainty for the future there's conflicting information so it's it, like the whole climate in the united states and around the globe really was ripe for um really radicalization like i see vince in the chat who says mikey wanted everybody to be forced with the jab it doesn't get more dangerous than that bitch stop being a, stop being a pussy get the vaccine and i still want to force you to get the jab suck my dick <laughs> Drop them in the comments, police, and what kind of weed I smoke. Okay, I'm sorry, internet. Why are you so weird sometimes? Stop being weird, I'm, internet. That is so strange. Is it possible that I can't? Like, you know, it's not dank you know, enough. Like, everybody get on my black ass for everything. Talk too much, talk too little. How do you want me to answer this white people question? You think I got a bunch of racist family members? Like, I can't get in this. I sat in my lane. I have nothing to contribute. My family don't watch Fox. <laughs> yeah, same here. I, I, I've been super lucky in terms of like, I don't, I mean, Holy shit. I, there's some people in, in my family that are maybe, you know, anti-vax, but it's nothing too crazy where I can't speak to them. And, you know, it's for the most part, no one I, I that is really close to me is super right wing, thankfully. So uh, at least that I know of. <laughs> so, Even in your family. That's pretty cool. I, I, I have a heart. You know, so I have a hard time even knowing how to deal with something like this because I don't. I've never had experience with it. I'm not even exceptionally high this episode. These comments are crazy. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, I look high as fuck every episode. <laughs> I am. I'm looking at my face like, bro, sometimes I don't even know what they're talking about. Now, y'all, I'm following. I'm right here. I'm reading the comments. I'm multitasking. Why y'all on my ass? I'm right here. <laughs> I can see y'all. Like, okay. What is this? Like, episode 96? Y'all don't know the deal? I can't come 96. Oh, God damn, we made um, it. <laughs> I I was in Lance's chat yesterday. I went um I I was I was watching Sirs TV because Lance was watching my video and his whole audience is like I don't know who this person is and watching me. No, no, no. There was two separations. Way. There's so there's two chats. There was the Twitch chat and then there was like the Sirs TV chat and they were like they're all they're all just like standing out like crazy. They're like oh our queen our queen and then the Sirs TV oh, chat was like I don't recognize this person. Who is this? Hey. They're, they're they're not uh, swearing. There's not like a bohemian accent. What's going on here? And I was like, I, I, I have to do a little tutorial, like a one-on-one on like, you know, code switching and how to like compose yourself and, and like, you know, the, the experience of like, you know, trying to uh, in white spaces uh, as a black woman, like I, it was a whole like lecture, like lesson on the spot. <laughs> Listen, I, I watch, I went back and when you, I was, I was watching y'all, I'm trying to participate in the chat and then my boy called me and he was like, he had like a life serious problem, like 
rock. I'm gonna be a real raggedy friend if I'd be like, oh, I can't pay attention because I need to watch the play by play of myself. Like, I was like, okay, so I had to go back and watch later, and I was like, damn it. <laughs> Also, also to all three chats. Yes, sorry, uh, Bohemian, not Bohemian. That was uh, that yeah, was Bohemian. yeah, huge bad, no, huge bad. Them. Yeah, look see. Yeah, so I'm in the Surf TV. I, I have, I, I have TV to check myself. My phone, <laughs> I, I love the Surf TV. The Surf TV chat. I'm, I can see the the rational national chat and the Surf TV chat right now. I have I have both. I just can't. I have to get the app to be able to type on my phone. So I'm just reading what they all they're saying on the Surf TV chat. But I, I like them. They're very nice. They're very sweet. Oh, so what, what? What's wrong with my? What's wrong with my chat? No, no, I like that too. Your chat got mentioned, David. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I've never been to Bender's chat. I just. I like. I'm like. Yeah. I just. I don't know. <laughs> like. I don't know if it's safe over there. I don't what? live stream. No, I don't live stream this. You. I'm not live streaming it. To it totally. I just yeah. go. I, I let you it guys totally do it. Totally it totally I, I don't, Yeah. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't checked Mike's. I like I like David's too. I like Lance's a little. Like I like Lance's the most. I'm you sorry, know why? Little... I feel like, we, like... Yeah, I'm sorry. In my chat, not everyone has to agree all the time. There's some discussion. What a nice little discourse community you have there. <laughs> well, I like I, Lance's chat because I, I like David's Lance's chat. I'll be uh, honest. Similarly loud, loud Leo energy. So all Lance's chat is like ready for all. So they're like, oh, I love him. Like, oh, I love it here too. <laughs> like, yes. By the way, Lance, did I tell you? Did I tell you people DM me just like, oh, Lance is Lance is the cutest, and I'm like. You're just you're just telling me that. Why are you sending me that DM? Why are you DMing they DM, me? They DM they DM you that. They That's DM weird. me that you are cute. <laughs> that is like, oh, that is so. strange. <laughs> yeah, they love you. They love you. You've got fans. Big vibes. About yeah. to sleep says cancel Blair. She's too quiet. Blair is the glue that holds this entire show together. We would be chaos yeah. without Blair. You have to understand this, okay? There's well, otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> like it's one of those situations where we would just be talking about what were we talking about heights we, we were doing heights for the first little bit and then something else like there was it was chaos Someone although said, somebody in my chat said that the show would probably be boring if we stayed on topic and like didn't get derailed and go on a bunch of tangents and i think that's fair to an extent there does I need to be some structure though. There's balance. Yeah, you have to have a little mm -hmm. bit of everything. You have to have like the general topics and the questions to allow us to have the tangents. Because if we were pure right. tangent, it's all chaos. And if we're pure structure, there's no mm, fun or entertainment. Speaking exactly. of chaos, Ruth. someone said, someone said, and I, you know, someone said Lance and Matt are so loud and no one talks about it. LMAO. So I just wanted to be the one to to put it on the record. <laughs> I said, I won't be loud alone, goddammit. I'm time. I just spoke time. Spoke time. You don't fucking join me on loud bitch Mount Rushmore. Come, come, get them, get them, get them. Yes, they fucking are. They're also, this is a trio, damn it. <laughs> yes, bring them over here. Yes, they are. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, David, I don't know if I've ever told you this. Every single time you make videos where you're wearing the Canadian tuxedo, my chat loses their shit. Like, it, I, I, and I cannot control it's them. It's rare. I drop it but like once a month. But like, <laughs> I, there's there's nothing I could do. There's there's no way. Like, it's it just like I need a bonking stick to be able to like just run around going like this. Because, like, Wait, they, they, they lose what is their the shit. Canadian tuxedo? Is that like all the denim? 
It is then. It's just okay. Okay. This, the, summer of '69, Mike. You got to think summer of '69. That's that's what's like Brian Adams level. That's that's the Canadian tuxedo, <laughs> I denim love everything. That. Yeah, I know. David will wear like he'll have his denim like jacket. He'll have the denim pants, denim everything. I don't know if it's denim under, underwear or socks as well, <laughs> but just pure denim. I'm not and, wearing and, denim uh, pants. <laughs> or if such things exist. Canadian tuxedo is all denim. It's all denim. Yeah. Yeah, I like, huh. I like actually. That. Well, to be fair, I I probably wear denim like like maybe once a week. I think once every like two weeks. Fresh. I feel like that's actually fresh. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. I like it. You got a good denim mm-hmm. fetish? Like, probably go nuts. <laughs> denim fetishist. Yeah, like, I like th- denim. Wait, is that a thing? <laughs> is that? I, I don't want to kink shame. I don't want to kink shame. Is that a thing? I like denim jacket. I don't think I, I got to be honest. I don't think I've ever worn like a matching denim jacket and jeans because it, it would have to be different colors at the very least. Yeah. Like black jeans, blue blue jacket. I can't do exactly. the whole. I can't do the whole <laughs> Canadian tuxedo. Just I would feel too weird. <laughs> I yeah. feel like I could. I feel like I could get a man in a fresh ass denim fit. Like, I feel like I could get. Matter of fact, I feel like I could get that off my damn self. Y'all give me. Y'all give me some time. I'm gonna get me a fresh ass full denim fit. Y'all watch. I'm gonna set up. Canadian Let tuxedo on the same day. Yeah. I'll wear mine too. We should. Yeah, we should have a yeah. Canadian tuxedo. We, we should all wear it. <laughs> Blair, you gotta get that. Like, would be one fucking of those awesome. Updates. I have. I could. I could go Canadian tuxedo. I have a jean jacket or a jean like yeah. overshirt. I'll do that. Matt, you're the holder. Yeah. I'm very much so here for that. Blair. Yes, I got you. All right, we got a um, question, few questions uh, about the anti-trans bill that was passed in Tennessee, which also includes a provision that says any subsequent gender expression subjectively deemed inconsistent with their genitals from birth can be fined for up a year into prison. And I believe that also extends to, if I'm correct, uh, interracial marriage as well. And people are like so shocked about that now as if that wasn't the whole fucking plan. I definitely, I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I definitely was right. I just want to say this. I did a whole, I, I said all this when they put out the opinion because they said all this in the fucking opinion. When they overturned Roe, they said as much. They had a whole mm-hmm. discussion about unraveling everything that comes from Griswold versus Connecticut, which is where the right, like where the right to an abortion is originally stems from. They, this was always the plan. This country is a fucking, it's a Mickey Mouse operation. I keep saying that. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. just a Mickey Mouse operation. This is not, you cannot even feel, it's not even bothering to go for the, sh- like the charade of a democracy at this point, because this can't be, re- this can't be real life, right? Like all over the country is literally just blatant, dis- di- like discrimination, white supremacy, just hate, just, le- just legally sanctioning um discrimination that's all it is and that's why i've said before a million times it's a mistake to view the law or view the courts as a champion of civil liberties that is not the case what the law has often mostly what it is there to do is to sanction the bullshit that the rest of the society is on and that's what you're seeing on steroids right and the problem is um to let you know further that the whole system is a farce there's no sense of democracy because it's not like republicans do all these things through legitimate because they reflect the majority of the country they reflect a significant amount of chunk of people i'm not gonna hold you now they 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 do reflect a bunch of terrible fucking people but not the majority of the country in the sense of what they what they do is they usurp they gerrymander all over the goddamn place they they circumvent everything and they do their endeavor best and so they wield power they're not supposed to and they just trample over people and we're seeing that on fucking steroids and that's the reason you know my my mentor was having a conversation with me yesterday he's like people people don't talk enough 
about the fact that the reason why Republicans have to have to steal everything, they have to, they have to steal elections, is because they can't fucking win. You know what I mean? They can't win. They, they and the fact that you have a two party system and one of those parties could not win the fucking popular vote. Republicans can't win the popular vote in this current time of life. They can't. They can't do it. They do. They cannot do it. So what they do is they just go around and they make a, a small, a small minority of what is people in their in their viewpoint reflect everybody else, and they force everybody by tooth and nail. Is sick. It's fucking sick. Yeah. On the subject of Tennessee, by the way, uh, I don't know if people know this, but Tennessee is currently the anti-LGBTQ capital in the country with, I believe, 26 or 28 current anti-LGBTQ plus bills being considered as we speak. But what I love is that um, the universe kind of has a funny way of like catching up with people sometimes. So last week they signed an anti-drag queen bill into law in Tennessee what happened? Well, the governor had a photo emerge of him as a drag queen in high school. This week, the lieutenant governor who supported that same uh, anti-drag queen bill, well, it turns out that he was posting on his main on a gay twink's thirst traps on Instagram. That no. came out. And <laughs> he oh, listen, I, I have to explain this for you. Okay. <laughs> So the defense here, uh, let me let me paint the picture. We can't put the pictures up on screen. Hell I'm doing yes. this. Yes, I'm here for this. But, um, so basically, they defended him saying, this is ridiculous. He is a 79-year-old great-grandfather. This is innocent. This is innocuous. Let me paint this picture for you. There's a dude with an ass picture, like camera with the ass up, him looking down. And what is this old man comment? Heart emoji. Fire emoji. Clap, hand clapping emoji. It's not grandpa just being like, oh, great, great job, son. Like the dude is taking pictures in underwear with his ass hanging out. And he's like, great fit or super cool look. It's like he's horny posting on the main. You don't get to use that excuse. So watch my video tomorrow. It is genuinely unhinged. So all of these motherfuckers in Tennessee who are doing all of these anti, uh, anti-LGBTQ plus bills, they're all gay and horny. That's why they can't stop thinking about gay people. Did you did it's you see that, that they're not a, like that this guy? I mean, I thought I guess it's not surprising. We're talking about someone who is not that everyone who's older doesn't know technology, but if you're gonna make they, a mistake they, like that, struggle. like how does he not know what he's doing? <laughs> that it's completely well, public. The, the, when you see the three hearts and the three fire emojis to an underwear pic, he knows what he's doing. Grandpa knows what I, he's doing. I'm already posting like, on main. The, the idea of like a, a great grandfather using fire emojis is like, that alone. To me. <laughs> I think to me, this, I think what this is is truly like a, a representation of what it means to truly like have power and just to occupy a seat for a moment, right? When you look at, you know, someone asked in the comments, they said, is, um, isn't is Clarence Thomas married to a white woman? And he is, Ginny Thomas, right? And mm-hmm. I think it, the difference between when you look at this, you see, you could see all these Republicans find all these, all these like incredibly right-wing Republicans passing all these uh, uh, homophobic and transphobic laws and stuff. And they can do, despite the fact that when it comes out, right, what they are engaging in their private life, because at the end of the day, these white people are able to be above the law. They, they occupy, they, they, it doesn't matter. They, they are exempt from this. This doesn't apply to them. Right. But even though Clarence Thomas occupies a seat in power, Clarence Thomas made sure to, in that opinion, in his concurrence in, um, 
in 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 the case overturning Roe, he made an point to outline every single right, every right that descended from Griswold versus Connecticut that should be overturned, should be revisited, except Loving versus Virginia, uh, that granted the uh, that that made it a constitutional right to to be engaged in interracial marriages, right? Because at the end of the day, he cannot afford with his black ass. He knows good and damn well that he cannot go and go restructure a world that is gonna harm him. He has to make sure he has to make that carve out because he can never truly be above it. And I think that's an interesting thing when I when I when I hear it, what I take away in this conversation about how the difference, the difference and how they and, and how they move, and they're all fucked up. But it's just interesting to to recognize because even though Clarence Thomas is somebody you insist on cooning and not acknowledging um the racism of of it all, right? Because that's not the that's not the team he's chosen. He's still occupied. He still has to navigate and work within that system. Like it's there, whether or not he admits it, it's transparent in the way that he has to act because yeah, you want to pretend like, oh, it's not racist and all this and blah, 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 but you have to make the carve out. You have to still navigate that racism. So, you know, I keep trying to tell people that don't pay, don't pay the coon. Mike, Mike, I I wanted to ask you, because this video is coming out tomorrow. um, Do you Hmm. talk at all about Michael Knowles? being uh, one of the people who obviously is asking for the elimination of trans people from existing, transgenderism, mm-hmm. you know, quote unquote, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, also saying that all drag queens are groomers and all drag performers are groomers. D- did you see that he's a drag performer? That that not I only is he, he not only loves drag performing, but he's actually he's done it multiple times. He uh, he dressed up as Elizabeth Warren uh, in a very racist costume, and uh, yeah. So it, it seems like oh, he's also mm-hmm. a huge fan of hashtag Lady Maga, who is a also a drag performer. Right, he massive fan. You know, massive here's what fan. I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. In Michael Knowles' defense, if I looked that bad in drag, I would want to ban drag too. So <laughs> you know. With the beard, I could rock it better than him. I was really wondering where you were going with uh, in Michael Knowles' defense. That's a bad clip I mean, to have, same you know? With Governor Bill Lee. Like, I don't know if you all saw the photograph. So this is the Tennessee, going back to Tennessee, this is the governor who signed the anti-drag bill into law. The photograph of him in drag in high school. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the ugliest fucking drag queen I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, no, like, it's black yeah, and white. Like, he looks, he's it's making, like, this goofy-ass face. Like, they, they're sad that they can't crush it like other drag queens. That's why they, they have to ban it. That's true. That's true. Eliminate it's the so competition. It, it, it is so sad. People really make a circus out of, out of, out of politics. It's, it's, it's crazy because there's a whole country of like all kind of shit happening. Just a million like issues and serious problems. Like there is no shortage of that. But the entire media wave and everything just gets like like fixated on what are literally manufactured narratives just to distract mm-hmm. people and foolishness. And they, it's so <clears throat> nauseating us to be a part of it because at the end of the day, the re- it's so fucked up realizing this huge country and millions and millions and millions and millions of people will spend their, their lives will be forever changed based on what people can do within one, one span of a lifetime, right? It'll take you how long to undo the foolishness that they're doing right now. It's like, you know, it'll get undone eventually perhaps, but you know, what'll happen in the fucking midst. You know, and there's nothing that you could do about that. Like lives will be lost. That is what's going to mm-hmm. happen with all the foolishness that they're doing. And not just like, I don't mean just with like the particular things and how they're attacking these particular laws, but all the millions of things they're doing that we're not hearing about and talking about because they're distracting everybody with bullshit and manufactured fucking problems. It's, it's sad. It's, re- it's really, really, really sad. It's sad. On that well, point, it's like I have you hear a, about 
you hear about how yeah. oh well they just you know um everyone's so hyper focused on identity politics who's the ones who's focused on identity politics it's the republicans we're just responding i mean i don't want to like i'm Plain literally defense. in a gay marriage i don't want to talk about gay marriage in the year 20 fucking 23 i want to move the fuck on and talk about health care I want to talk about taking on cap the capitalism, having workers have more control of the means of production. They're the ones keeping us here. So you can't like blame us for responding and fighting back and fighting to keep all of the gains that we've made. It's just the situation. These are the cards that we've been dealt. Like Plain people will bring up, oh, everybody's talking about trans people. Who's talking about trans people? It's right the right who's talking about trans people. Overwhelmingly. If you look at the stats on Facebook, it's like, oh, it's such a fucking yeah. huge ass market. Oh, yeah. It's currency over there. It's insane. They're obsessed. Trans people They're obsessed. have been around forever. All of a yeah. sudden, Republicans made this into an issue with regard to drag queens. Again, I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but the Washington Post did an analysis and there was no anti-drag queen bills for 2015, 2016, 2017. The first bill was in 2022 end of 2022 all of a sudden there's this huge urgency to bag uh to ban drag queens so i mean this is a manufactured issue as ole said and people need to get frustrated with republicans and not like the leftist identitarians because we're not the ones who are raising the salience of these issues we're just responding to this like we, we've got to keep the gains that we've made so we have to fight we have no choice on that on that point of distractions uh today Republicans held a hearing on wokeness in government oh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> AOC actually broke down what was on the agenda because it, you might wonder what the oh, hell is wokeness it makes in government. Oh, fuck me. And this oh. is a very interesting <laughs> clip. It, 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 it shows you the kind of shit they throw they throw into what wokeness is. I like the and pause. It's I like know, it great freeze works. frame. That's a perfect yeah. face. <laughs> oh yeah, no. She, 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 fucking, she, hates, she hates the shit. <laughs> We're having a hearing right now, and it's about what the that the federal government is too woke. I mean, that's seriously what we're hearing. And then there's no definition of what woke is. But on paper, what's actually being criticized in this hearing is that uh, the, the so-called woke policies are remote work for federal workers, especially those that live in rural areas, um, and those who have disabilities uh civil rights interns, always has so been. that critical anti-woke is anti-civil rights don't just go to privileged kids whose parents can afford to, to pay for their rent while they while they go on a free internship that's that is what is woke here that is what the other side is calling woke here making sure that that opm makes uh, can can create opportunities and federal careers for partners of military service members, that's woke. This is the woke alleged takeover that we have. That, that we want wildland firefighters who are putting their lives at risk increasingly so year after year, that we wanna make sure that they stay on the job and have dignified conditions and not leave because they can earn more money as a greeter at Walmart. This is what is this, is what this whole term woke means or diversity and inclusion so that the people who work in our federal workforce are actually in proportion to the people that live in this country. This is this, this horrifying woke agenda that the other side is trying so hard to block. They're just throwing everything wow. into the category of woke as a way to try to do a catch all. Rights. And, and there is actually, so I did a video on this today. There was a, a data released today, an Ipsos a USA Today poll showing that most people actually don't mind 
the word woke. They view it positively. <laughs> so I, I, I have to bring that up. But the, it's it's uh, like, I think 30%, 35% view it as uh, as an insult, as people being like overly politically uh, correct. And then the other 56% view it as a way that, that or view it as something that means you're informed, you're educated. So it's not even like, at least as it stands right now, woke is not even viewed by the majority as something to be afraid of to be you know as terrible and really you know the term woke is the the whole meaning of it changes context depending on how it's being used like oh. it, it can be used as an insult but could also mean you're just you know informed but gonna, the, this whole obsession with woke going, and just throwing everything into it i'm going to backflip off my own balcony it's so it's so <laughs> <laughs> it's so nuts how like like black people black people coin phrases for us to use within our community to mean something white people white people co-op this shit Co they steal the shit, co-opt it, run fucking wild with it, then make it some negative bullshit that they pretend like was put on, like it was us put it on to them that now they're not taking now, they define it like, oh my god, like what a what an exhausting tired bunch. Like you don't know how hard it is sometimes. God, like, like Ooh, woke. I'm like, I'm sleep. Let's go sleep. Like, let everybody just I'm tired. I'm, I'm fucking over it. Like, this annoying, just stupid, 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 stupid shit. Like, I just can't take us, not us, not us, us, us. I mean, the country, mm -hmm. the people, the world mm -hmm. we're living in. Today. Everything fucking serious is absurd. This is why, like, you know, people would be like, go into politics because that's, you know, that's where all serious was power. Do you know how upsetting it would be? To where you're supposed to be at the top of where you could really be to do something and it's fucking performance theater it's performance theater it is performance fucking theater like you up there talking about, like think about it the stupid ass conference that's a conversation we should be having for jokes about oh, whoa, <laughs> the whoa. they're up there really dead ass in fucking congress talking that like i would i like i i feel like AOC's entire energy is, I grow weary. I think I, I think I unraveled. <laughs> like I'd be like, I, I, I wouldn't know what to say other than it would be. That let would me be tell you, I would go down in history for the only speech in Congress entitled "Is you dead ass?" Because you can't be. <laughs> like, like I, I, just, I would be blown away. It's just absurd. This level of buffoonery and foolishness. <laughs> On that same note, I have to ask if you all saw Lauren Boebert's speech where she talked about how bad sex education was. And then I believe in the same speech, like shortly after that, she she announced that her 17 year old son was making her a grandmother yes. at the age of 36. Is that all in the same speech? Am I correct about this? On that Lauren Boebert wait, 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 what? A 17 year old was doing what? No, no, no. Not. I, he's 18. The girlfriend was 15, now 16. Ooh. In Colorado, the age of consent is 17. Oh. Oh. We're fucking clear. Oh. No way. No oh. way. I, I know. I, I did not know that. that. I didn't even raised know the that rumor. part of it. Raised the rumor. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy That's shit. Scary. Okay, group. Brain, this is the record. Holy shit. Statutory rape is a strict liability crime. Intent doesn't matter under the law. So, like, whether or not you knew, that's that's the crazy thing about statutory rape. Like, so say, like, you could you could ask somebody what you're, how old are you? They tell you this age. They show you a fake ID, everything or whatever. 
strict liability. It doesn't fucking matter. They could literally fool you, do whatever. So it doesn't matter what the circumstances is. Strict liability crimes. That's wild. But you know, she white, she powerful, and shit gonna happen. But well, in okay, a different wait. world. Well, also, she so no, so no, no, first, wait, 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 I have to ask. She met her husband because he was exposing himself mm-hmm. to minors, and she was the minor, right? Like we have a we have a timeline here. Right. Yeah, she was they with met. him when, when yeah. he did expose himself. He exposed he was himself. Before she was seventeen, but yeah, he did expose himself to minors and got perma banned from that uh, bowling alley. And uh, real quick, before I forget, on the subject of right wing groomers, so um, wait, 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 so okay lauren bobert as at a as a 17 year old she was dating her 24 year old boyfriend i don't know how um long they were dating but when they were together on a date as she was 17 at a bowling alley he exposed his junk to minors yes um when you say minors yes we mean uh teenage girls yes to two young women how old were these young and now, why they call these minors young women? You see how the law, you see how they go for white boys? You see how they go? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. to two young women. Open mm-hmm. room. <laughs> you mean, all right. So, let me see. 17 at the time is not a young oh, woman. Oh, he took the charge? Oh, they was young. <laughs> oh, they was time. young? He took the charge? The he took the charge? At yeah. first, for the record, I've gotten somebody off for a charge like this before. But anyway, you took the charge? Okay. Let me see. I'm telling you, missing in your calls. Where well, was... maybe, maybe he was proud of it. It's how he met his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and she came looking at my mouth, pulled down her sock and said, look, my look. The words had to have been a minute. Let me read. Ooh, let me read. The, ooh, let me read the report. Let me read the report. Okay, boom. It's Trish a good read. Was, Trish and I were standing at the snack bar and she came up and looked at my tattoo on my back and she pulled down her sock and said, look, my mind is fading. Then Jason said... I have a tattoo on my dick. Oh my god, Trish and I said, "Yeah, whatever," and turned away to ignore him. Then Susan came up behind us and pulled classic Romeo move, you know. His penis out. Then, hmm. Then, mm-hmm. then Jason came up behind us and pulled his penis out of his pants. His thumb mm-hmm. was covering the head. His thumb. His thumb, his thumb was covering the head. Oh my god! Not his thumb. Oh no! Oh no! Okay, his, okay. His thumb was covering the head, and all I saw was the shop. Ooh, uh, Trish and I turned turned away and went. Oh, Larry, I was. Oh my god! The, I didn't know this. Snack bar because Jason was harassing. That's since we came in, they were being really strange all night. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's uh, wild. Oh my god, your husband is a fucking loser. That's crazy. Ooh. Oh, hold on, go back up. No, 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 Don't go back up. Thumb six inches long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go back up to that. I need that. I need that. Go, go up to that. Let me read that. Go up to that. That paragraph. Come on. Come, 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 come. Let's see. When Garfield, <laughs> when Garfield County Sheriff's deputy arrived, McCown told him that he had repeatedly asked Jason Bobert to leave the bowling alley, but that Bobert had refused to leave and became belligerent. Bobert told deputies he had not exposed his penis, but had stuck his thumb to the fly of his side as a prank. Oh, not your dick looking like a tiny. Oh, my God. I'm sad. Okay, Trisha Whaley's disputed that in her account writing. I know that was a thumb because thumbs aren't six inches long. <laughs> oh, my God. Lauren Roberts told that PD she had not seen Jason Bobert expose himself. Oh you know God. how 
It hurts. I, you know, my lungs hurt. If, if, if any, if I'm out with a man, <laughs> you know what? No, fuck being out with a man. If I at any point learn that a man showed women his dick and immediately what those women felt absolutely compelled to do was call the fucking police. <laughs> like, they were like, hey, 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 lock this nigga up. <laughs> I was like, hey, 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 can't be with him. I can't. What's <laughs> Wait, you seen this a deal breaker? <laughs> they have like four kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now she's oh. going to be a grandmother. I mean, it helps oh to explain word. how, you know, fucking crazy she is <laughs> yeah wow. in other news <laughs> a child marriage ban in west virginia was defeated so there's that it's a shame that that was I even a to, conversation i went to board yeah. right i went to board right? school in west virginia so i'm not surprised <sighs> oh my goodness where i went to high school all the people yeah. who always target like the lgbtq community is groomers every single man who wears a wig that's a pedophile by the way child marriage let's make sure that keeps going let's make sure mm-hmm. that 15 year olds can be married to 40 year olds. every accusation is a confession yeah. every, almost comical, like, every single groomer's on their side like it's, it's right it's completely obvious full projection like it's f- nothing is more obvious yes. every week mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell you all the Such horribles was the least of what she could have said every week. Yeah. I would tell you all that. Like the least, the least. And I knew it then. I was woke then. I was like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know what y'all think is the problem here. I don't, I don't get it. That's a pretty mild adjective. Deplorable. That's it. That sounds like just a little bit of a, a little slap in the wrist. Like that sounds redeemable. Deplorable. Like, ah, that's deplorable. You need to girl do better. Me, I'd say irredeemable. <laughs> really, really getting my fucking back. <laughs> uh, it wasn't it just like I think she said like half of them are deplorable. It wasn't yeah, even like all of half. them. Are. Not yeah. even half, all of them. Just half of. of them. Yeah. It was super charitable. Yeah. <laughs> See, listen, yeah, she got cooked for that, and I was like, "You're right, girl. They booing you, but you're right." That's the most reasonable thing Hillary Clinton has ever said. Listen, yeah. Probably was, like the best yeah. part of that campaign really is. There, <laughs> was, there was a couple times. There was a couple times when I when I when I when I when I was like, yeah, Hillary, this some bullshit. Like, I feel you. You a white lady, so I'm not gonna like jump on no soapbox for you because you you a wild girl, Hillary. But um, there was a few times I was like. Yeah, I'd be mad as fuck. Like, I'd be like, yeah, this, this, this is some bullshit. This is disproportionate. I'm like, I would have, I, I always remember feeling like she was incredibly, I remember her giving a really good concession speech when she lost. And like, I remember it being like legitimately just objectively a good speech, but independent of what kind of speech it was, I just know in my heart of hearts, I was cursing this country out. <laughs> <laughs> But that listen, no one would have talked. Listen, they would have had to cut the signals. I would have been excommunicated, but that motherfucker would have aged well. Oh, that aged well. Woo! I'd have been in the insurrection like this, y'all. Oh, I'd have talked big shit. I'd have been like, some of you say that I should have done my due diligence and campaigned everywhere. And to that I say, fuck you. This man is a fucking demon. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, I had to campaign everywhere. It was between me and a fucking demon. What do you mean? Like, that would have been my, my you know, fuck y'all, I want to prove some 
to me. So enjoy life with a fucking demon. I hope we know demon shit. I hope you feel you in hell. I hope it's sizzle on your ass. And you know what it showed it? It showed it fucking sizzle. It fucking sizzled, didn't it? Emails. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Okay. I, I think with that, it is time for us to determine who we are canceling and uncanceling for the week. <laughs> I have some white people business. Yeah. Right. I, recently, I recently came into. Ooh, this topic. I so I am. Um, I have y'all seen that Avril Lavigne and Tiger uh, and Tiger are together. Yes, it's. Messy. I didn't know what? that. Wait, what? Wait, Come wait. on, y'all. Yes, I thought she yes. wanted a skater who? boy. Wait, I believe in. She said, "See you later, Tyga. boy." What? Tyga. Tyga. But that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, oh, yeah. I, I, and I just finished watching, okay. and nice problematic. It's great. Yeah, no, but Avril, <laughs> check this out. Here's plot twist. Avril is worse. <gasps> um, <laughs> yeah, I just finished watching this deep dive video on it right before we came on here. Y'all ain't mine. Avril was fucking engaged to Maud's son on fucking February 23rd. Like, like this February 23rd. Wait, she was engaged to Maud's son? Yes. What? Yes. I've what? been out, I've been out of the loop. Yes. And he what? was she was engaged what what? to him. And he left for tour. And three days later, she's fucking being photographed out with Tiger. <laughs> and the and the news is asking him, he's like, she was my fiance. Three days ago, and it's nothing changed according to me. If, if y'all know something different, let me know. Then, like a day later, she's in White Canadian Beyonce. In All right, Paris. That's like March 1st, she's in fucking Paris, which is where Monson proposed her, by the way, in Paris, running around Fashion Week with Tiger, making out with him. And that's how he finds out that she called off the engagement. And my man left himself a heartbroken, like, paragraph on Instagram. So I say, apparently, y'all's girl is a millet. <laughs> and, that's, and that's at the end, the tail end of the video. I need to hold on. Ooh, let me bless y'all with this tea. Let me give y'all a link. Um, and and Danny, should I, we, I, should I, we I give some Canadian history me. here? Should we talk about how Avril Lavigne was married to Nickelback's frontman, and that was yes. a large part? Of, yes. That was like that's yes. an important part of it. By the way, if if you wanna if you wanna immigrate to Canada and actually like go through the process, that's a question they'll ask you. You know, you have to both pledge allegiance to the King uh, of England, and also you have to know the fact that Avril Lavigne at one point was married to Chad Kroger of Nickelback. <laughs> And if you fail at that, before, you will not be allowed that, in the country. It was before that, she was with the exactly. 741 guy. Yeah, the 741 right. least. Yeah. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Correct. Look at Mad Men. Give the link that I put in the I put it in our Twitter chat. Please give it to the um the, our our feed chat uh, and uh, tell them. Please comment on the YouTube video and tell them I sent y'all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to sound like a real boomer. I, I don't know who uh, Mod Son is. Me. Uh, White people business. I only. But wait, wait, wait. It gets, it gets he, worse. He's a rapper turned like kind of a punk, it, it, sing, it, it, punk singer like Machine Gun Kelly. It, it gets worse though. When you said Avril oh, Lavigne with Gun Tiger, I was like, oh, Tiger he's Woods. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, no. I thought that too. I was like, Tiger. Oh, okay, tiger. good. <laughs> That's why I asked the second time. I was like, what? <laughs> tiger. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but. I this is shitty behavior from Avril, but wasn't Tyga fucking Kylie Jenner while he was with Black China when she but when Kylie Jenner was underage and waited till she's thirteen? Yeah. I'm just saying. Yes, yeah, yes, and no. The evidence is. Mm. So I would I would say that the evidence is leaning towards a conviction. 
Mm. However, so mm. yes, they were they were seeing and hanging around a lot for like, you know, because you know he was friends with the family, obviously, because Black China was best friends with Cam, yada 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 yada. And then like, you know, when she was like 16, 17, people started seeing them hang out and it was like, mm. no, we friends, blah, blah, blah. And then right when she turned 18, they came as a couple. So I don't know if they was fucking before they was here, but he certainly was involved. It's inappropriate. Definitely it's, 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 it's yikes. That's like, yeah, I would classify that as yikes. I, I'd, I'd file that yeah, under yikes. yikes. You know, that's, that's, yeah, yeah that's too. yikes. Yeah. Look, that's why I say they're two terrible people. I hope the worst for them. The end. Oh, oh, see, you know, the defense attorney, man, I saying they're terrible or, or you know, I, I wish the worst of them. I can't say all of that. I just, I all I can say is messy. Fair, lots, lots <laughs> of messy. Yeah. <laughs> he feels he feels incredibly hot. <laughs> I would defend all these people in the court of law vigorously, but not a problem. Wouldn't bad so. Okay, so sorry, who are we canceling? Avril Lavigne? Oh, I, I, was, I was throwing it up because um, I guess you know Avril. <laughs> yeah, we can cancel Avril. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Why, whatever. Yeah, why not? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was yeah, going to cancel Katie yeah. Porter. Oh, oh, that's better. That's no, that's better. People oh, should know about this. Mike, Mike is correct. Actually, I, I will vote for that. I, I will vote for that. Yeah, that was my vote I, this week. No, no, I, I'd say I still love her, but that like it sucks. It sucks. Right. It's, she's it's so bad. she's the progressive congresswoman who always has like the whiteboards and she's grilling CEOs and, and she's she goes so viral. good at it. She's a, like a yeah, legend. She's very, yeah. very good. Yeah. But but she wants to be a U.S. senator. And she doesn't want the uh, APAC and Israel lobby coming after her, uh, I'm assuming. So she went to Israel, had a meeting with war criminal and apartheid overseer, far-right Benjamin Netanyahu, and talked about how Extremist. impressed she was with him. And um, I read the whole article and what she said about him. And, like, she tries to make it seem as if, like, oh, she, she did some tepid pushback. No, she didn't. She both sides did. It yeah. was just really gross. Uh, yeah. She was doing apologia 100%. for apartheid. Yeah, you could still support and the ethnic other things cleansing. That she does. Like it's an ethnic cleansing. Right? Yeah, that's that's what it is. It has to be called out for what it is. Like just yep. straight up. You, so she you, supported you, that. She put her name on no it. Now measures. she's on the wrong side of history. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we could cancel. So yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll it, it agree. Hurts I'll second. With a heavy heart. Yeah, but that's we've a, that's do a it. shitty one. I, I'll second. It's also very doable because there's Barbara Lee in the race as well. Who exactly was a better candidate? So. Yes. Barbara Lee's statement on this was phenomenal because Barbara Lee commented on how Benjamin Netanyahu is trying to basically do a power grab where the um, the legislature uh, or parliament can basically override the Supreme Court, which is paving the way for a constitutional crisis. And like Barbara Lee didn't mince words like she called that out. I retweeted her tweet. It was a great post. Um, so she's much more clear cut. She's been more consistently anti-war and progressive. You know, she's not perfect. No politician is perfect. But in terms of like the California Senate race, I'm enthusiastically supporting Barbara Lee now. I think that she we just need we need like more very lefty anti-war people. And Barbara Lee really is that like with Katie Porter doing this here. I don't think that like we should just disregard her and cancel her forever. The problem, though, is that she just kind of exposed herself as somebody who's willing to make decisions on, on the basis of political expediency. And perhaps she's doing this because she believes, okay, well, if I get elected and I don't have this lobby spending against me, I could do progressive things. That's fine. Like that's, that's a calculation that you're free to make, but I don't have to support it. I support Barbara Lee, who's more principled and consistent. And if it comes down to like Schiff and, and Porter, I think it's obvious Porter still over Schiff. Um, right. Right. But we'll see how the runoff goes. 
I say we cancel both. Fuck it. Why do we have to cancel one person? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, uh, who is, the who Mafia. We have the power. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah let's go. Katie I Corbin, bring up Andrew Levine. Gone, baby. Nice. I could bring up an uncanceling. Nice. The problem is that it's going to be a whole ass can of worms. And David kind of brought this up a couple of weeks ago. Wait, what? Did I? I don't know. It's a I'm whole curious. can of worms. We're going to be here for like another half an hour. I have to know what? now what, is, what this is about. Who is okay. it? Mr. Beast? No, you're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't participate. We, we have interacted directly. Wait, one you're going to uncancel him for what? No, um, don't uncancel him. No, are you, are you sure. fucking serious? Oh, I have a video clip if you're going to do that. I will counter with a video clip like on the spot. Today there's to an... I'm seeing like more shit coming out. I'm like, okay, this is enough. Well, <laughs> I was talking. So my whole mindset of uncancellation was after the blindness thing. Like it's ultimately like he did a good thing, but trying to farm like engagement and content out of that, it still feels really gross. Doesn't um, he have a new one now where it's like he gave like shoes to... Kids 20, 20, yeah, 20, so children so in Africa oh, shoes. Like, I'm just like, what the f what? Like, yeah, I, and he's liking he's liking tweets that are like defending. It's just like, dude, yeah. Just, and there's also a video else. of him talking to a homeless person that came yes! out. Yes, and okay, thank he's you. like, he's like, um, you don't mind me using you to get uh clicks and views, right, or something to that nature. And he's like, oh no, I don't care. He's like, see, he doesn't care if we use him for content. It, it, it so wasn't like, the first okay. time. It wasn't the first time. He's also a fucking cryptocurrency scammer. He's also done tons of like the the, the list is endless. He oh, downplays yeah, the, the severity of fucking people who are tortured in prison. Okay, solitary confinement is 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 torture. It, mm -hmm. It's been defined as torture by the American like you know uh, psychological uh, foundation. He did a whole thing where he was like, for twenty thousand dollars, live inside the solitary confinement. I'll remove <laughs> one object one by one. You can't downplay that shit, motherfucker. People like yeah. they they legit like it's so. So fucked up. I, I, I'm sorry. I could go off about Mr. Beast for a long time. The chair. Also, don't for forget me are, are, are his his thumbnails where he puts. Himself I know. In just like over the top. It's like, twisted. Look how YouTube I face. Kid. Look it's how twisted. I saved all these people. It's like he's oh like soy facing with around yes. his head. He's like, like with the title. Like the final boss of white saviors. That's what he is. <laughs> like this is the I final boss. I gave two thousand shoes to kids in Africa. Soy facing with shoes everywhere. It's like oh my god, this is so dystopian. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> this is this is this is lesser too. But earlier this week, he also put out a tweet asking his fans to go around the stores and clean <laughs> up his chocolate displays. Yes, in store unpaid labor. Unpaid labor. And so many people did it. They filmed themselves. Like, I, I like I was, I've never seen bootlicking like this where they're just like, Mr. Beast, look, I've done what you wanted, sir. Look at the new display. And, and the height of the Hershey's controversy when Hershey's was directly associated with transphobia, he was like, by the way, can you replace the Hershey bars in a display with mine? And deleted that. And deleted it because, yeah, what the fuck? He's, he's yeah, shit. He probably, what? I missed this. Yeah. I missed it. Wait, Wait, well, I missed this one. Oh, 100%. Yes, I, I I have it on my timeline. Go on Twitter. He had a tweet that was like, hey, by the way, if you could replace all the Hershey bars on the day where Hershey's did that ad. It was the same day. That was the focus of the conversation. He's like, lol, could you replace the Hershey bars, wink kind of thing with my chocolate bars? And then deleted that tweet. That that's a matter of public record. I will I will Wait, get ready for a I lawsuit. I will defend him limitedly, yeah. uh, like in that yeah. sense. He probably didn't know about the Hershey's thing because I didn't even find out Which about the fair. Hershey's thing until after it, he well, said it, and it was kind of controversial. Y'all brought this up to uncancel. Well, I wasn't sure if anyone wanted to uncancel, but I know no, like during triple the cancel. But what did, he, what did he do? Add what did he do list. that requires the that, that you feel makes him deserving of an uncanceling? What did he do? Building to... a case for cancellation number three of the night is what we're doing. Yes.
Yes. Yeah, it seems yes. like it's going that way. Tri- but triple cancel. I was interested no in canceling him for the <laughs> eye surgery shit. Like, I think that that was fine. Um, that video was okay. Um, I think that he did a good job of, like, bringing this issue to light. And for the first time, kind of used his platform more responsibly and seemed like um, he was introspective. He posted about how I don't understand why curable blindness is a thing. So I like my whole response to that was I don't think that this is worthy of the controversy just because he's trying to use his platform in a more responsible way, seemingly. I think Um, monetizing poverty tourism is what it is. It doesn't matter how you try to reframe it. Right. Thank you. Sure. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I agree. But but to, be, to be fair, to be fair, Mike, your your video the day that Mr. Beast responded to me on Twitter, and I was the bad guy of Twitter, like I was literally the mm. target of Twitter that one day, um, was the one that kind of made me delete the tweet. Where I was like, ultimately, if people right now in the U.S. are talking mm. about this, if the conversation is about the fact that we should have universal health care, because like. I can't mm-hmm. do that Mr. B sketch in Canada. Do you know why? Because that procedure is covered here. So it, anyone mm. who needs it, and I have, I you know, like one of my best friends, his mom got that procedure, no cost out of pocket. So I can't do the mm. like, I'm going to give everyone the gift of sight. I'm Jesus Christ, come manifest. Mm-hmm. I can't do that here. And and like, that's important. And I would rather- Well, you I, can, I, 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 you I, can. You, you, you can go around <laughs> going- <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am I'm white Jesus. All of Canada, the power of sight. <laughs> just take credit. Just take credit for universal health. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Jesus is what like nine people he gave vision to. I I got millions, son. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> so we have no one to uncancel. <laughs> yeah, no one yeah. canceling. I I agree with Blair. Triple Once triple cancel. No one cancel. Triple cancel. Yeah, we're going okay. hard this week. Yeah. We are very punitive on this podcast, but that's okay. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> we are literally a mafia, okay? We're not like a courtroom. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anybody that can be uncanceled. Mm, no. Not really. I can't, you know, I can't, I can't, you can't uncancel anybody because people, you know, people... People don't get jokes, you know, and oh. people don't get like, you know, they got, you know. I'm not sure I should bring this up, Ole, but I saw, uh, I didn't oh, read too much into what was going on. Rock? Yeah, people Chris Rock. Oh, Chris. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Is, isn't this an inter-community discussion, though? <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen. cancel you because apparently you were canceled this week. Bro, it's so fucking crazy. So, and let me tell you something. I decided, though, after that, I was like, I'm, I'm never explaining myself again. <laughs> like you know like no honestly i was like you know because i realized and my friend really put it to me and they were like you know it's always gonna be something where you feel like you need you know you you gotta do it or you gotta say something and like quite frankly you know i thought about it and i was like you know what this is fucking unreasonable and ridiculous and i need to stop sitting there and pretending like it is like i'm having a bunch of people decide that liking chris rock is the like litmus test for all things true fucking advocate <laughs> of motherfuckers telling me um, and then so i remember no honestly i really had to think about that and had to really sit with that outside of the world that they live in and i remember this time i was talking to my boy malcolm about you know feeling all this you know like i'm not doing enough or i need to always be doing more as an advocate and blah 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 and he was like yo well, i mean many people you got out of jail and i was like probably a probably like a thousand somewhere around and he's like if you stop doing shit for the rest of your days right now you'd have done more shit than most everybody in their life and i was like you know what actually right fuck y'all you know fuck y'all because i all i didn't i didn't have a take this is what's so unreasonable about the internet i didn't have a take i didn't Mm -hmm. say i wouldn't i didn't have a take all these people going oh this take i'm so 
I didn't have a fucking take. I said Chris yeah. Rock was my favorite comedian. So I was happy that he had a stand-up. That the stand-up hadn't even come out. It wasn't even it wasn't even playing. I was saying that I was happy one was coming out because I don't know. Chris Rock is one of the most famous popular comedians, stand-up comedians of all time. When did we like you only clearly just now took up this position that we don't watch anything that he's in because you watched the Oscars he was hosting last year, right? So it was after this, and I feel like it's poor defense attorney-ish. Like they they want they, what they want to do is defend Will Smith against respectability politics and white people's bullshit, which they should. He's right. And I defended that then tooth and nail. But it, it becomes a whole larger conversation. It, instead of even becoming about that, it becomes about making Chris Rock the beacon, like a symbol of hate. And like listen criticize him be feel feel free to criticize him about everything that you think is misogynistic or every time you think he's been anti-black or every problem you have with him dislike him all these different things but it's like how did that somehow become like like i blinked my eye and it was like no you can't even like you have to be under the impression that everything about him is discardable that he's not there's no art like i can't even i'm like well they're like like oh i'm not even surprised that this hate from her and then and then there are other people like oh i'm surprised but no i'm like First of all, I grew my my family is a is a big Chris Rock household. Like I have, I grew up on stand up comedy. I'm a big stand up comedy person. That's why I'm a funny bitch. Like I like stand up <laughs> comedy a lot. Like and so Chris Rock's kind of like never scared. And the bigger the black girl, like the first stand up comedy I ever watched. Like I remember in the first grade, high school starts in grade seven in the Bahamas. So the night before, it, my daddy was watching them in my in my house, and he would never let me watch that. So I'm under the blanket, like choking, trying not to laugh, <laughs> and I couldn't like watch stand up on my own until like left for boarding school. So it's like, yeah, I've, you want me to sit up and pretend like I have not watched Chris Rock stand-up comedy for literally half my life and 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 enjoyed it and i also think it's unfair to pretend like all these people just conflating like some moments his entire comedy someone was like oh he's oh all he does is make black women the butt of the joke all he does like i just i'm like you know but there's not even a space for there was not even like i'm like bro what, what I didn't even I didn't even get I didn't make no position I did nothing and somehow I have all kind of people you realize like these people have just been waiting to jump on you about any motherfucking thing they're like, mm-hmm. they're like it's a, you know all these people going oh I'm not surprised but they're not saying how or, I didn't I never trusted her but you're not saying how and I, and I really thought to myself I was like you know what as a bitch who does the work that I do as hyper visible as I am all day each day every fucking day for years on end motherfuckers like don't like me very strongly so much so that they have clearly been waiting for anything to get on me for so much so that their their biggest crime against me that has them talking to me from the top of a fucking pulpit is that i said i like chris rock as a comedian <laughs> you got shit on me. i'm an unproblematic bitch fuck y'all i was like i should have just took that fucking bleed son you know i was like hey, hey. i thought about it too i was like let me just be clear not a motherfucker ratioed me not a fucking one i that's but anyway, well, how are you supposed to know every single person's bad positions? I, I also, I, I want to say, I, I, I've gotten zero people out of prison. Zero. Any disagreement at all with with, the, with that one opinion for that one week? It's like you are canceled. Like it doesn't. There is there are moments that happen on Twitter where it's just like there's a, a zombie mob and you can't. There's no. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's no brain. There's just they're just moving for moving in for the kill. A defense attorney who was an abolitionist believes or is like not for nothing. No, I really be trying to figure out what people think I do for a living when they be saying shit to me like, "Oh, I can't believe you would." I, you can't believe I would what? I would represent the motherfucking court. Either way, <laughs> if one of them had slapped, if the two of them had slapped the fucking shit out of everybody in the room, I would represent both of them. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'm like, why? 
are you acting like this is inconsistent? Like, as my son, I'm a person who truly who believes that you should eradicate the entire fucking criminal system. I believe that we should be dealing with things in a far more punitive way. It should be nuanced. It should be discussion. We should be finding ways to bring people. I believe that. I am a bitch who has literally put up whole discussions on, online before on Twitter about me trying to talk to my friend where I realized like who I was calling in about. I'm like, bro, you're definitely an abuser. Like, I'm a, I've never been a person who's advocated, especially within my own community. You believe that I believe we're not problematic. We all are raised in a society. I said this all the time. We're all being educated in the same racist society. So if you think that black people are not internalizing anti-blackness like everybody else, you're a fucking liar. They are. If you think that men, especially men of the times before, are not fucking perpetuating misogyny or patriarchy in some way? Yes, they are. Does that mean they're all evil, irredeemable people that, you know, can't be talked to, can't be reasoned to, that there's no value that's in any of their work or that they are entirely malicious and all? No, that's not fucking true. But there never wants to be nuance for that position on Twitter. And what's crazy to me is like, you know, explain, you explain and that people can't argue with that intellectually. They can't push back as to where that's an unreasonable position. So what they instead say is that, well, you should expect that people are be mad about that position. You should, so you should have whatever it's like so so which so i should reasonably anticipate that you are going to be irrational and hostile towards me so i should adjust and behave in that way and be you are telling me you can't actually tell me where there's a true evil in what my position is but you're telling me that i should not fucking express it because you're gonna act this way any kind of how which then you would then also indict me for being fake and being a constructed persona that doesn't really tell you anything anything honest and i thought about it and i was like you know what that's my own, like, mind you, cool, whatever, you explain yourself, you know, da 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 da, da. But I was like, you know, ultimately, if you're going to be a bitch that is be uh, going to be out here or, or, like, advocating that they, like, take away the entire criminal system and you do all these things, blah, blah, blah. You gotta be able to. I'm not. I'm not about to be giving everything the same energy, the same kind of energy. And that's my my thing that I want the entire left to be imparted that no one thinks about. And this is something I have to remind myself as of of somebody who's chronically online and on Twitter a lot. It's easy to forget that everything is not fucking equal in importance. Like we have this tendency mm -hmm. to come out on a position and then act True. like all these positions are equal. Facts. There's no fucking reason under the sun why are you you're going as hard about Chris Rock, Jada Pinkett, Will Smith, a bunch of fucking millionaires like it's fucking. Police brutality that has become yeah, your fucking witness test for who is a true progressive this morning. That is fucking ridiculous. It is fucking stupid. It is nonsensical. And everybody can kiss my black ass. That's my <laughs> official position. I ain't explaining myself. Not never. No more again. Thank you. <laughs> You're 100 right. Thank you, thank you, thank you, y'all. I really appreciate that because that's a song been on my chest. I was like, oh, but I'm not about to die on this hill and make this. I was like, you know, I'm not about to hemorrhage myself for this Chris Rock. But boy, am I. Trying to like... <laughs> so, so this week we have so... uncancelled Olay. There we go. Yeah, no, she's she's made, she's made her <laughs> nice. She, she, she <laughs> She, she's made her case. I don't think you voted on the issue yet, bro. <laughs> fair, fair. Okay, fair, fair. All right, let's do it then. All right, let's make it official. All right, all right, Ole, you're on All right, I, I too, I'll second that. I, I'm canceled. Same. Let me, can I make a really quick pitch to uncancel myself? Because I posted a video talking about Matt Taibbi <laughs> getting rolled by W. Wasserman Schultz. And I saw one comment on YouTube that was like, huh, of course you're agreeing with Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Now I can't believe how far you've fallen. Such a DNC shit, like something like that. It's like, motherfucker, I start the video by saying, Horrible news. The worst person ever just made a great <laughs> point. And you're trying to cancel me for like giving her that. a modicum of credit Shit, for lib, the question. Lib, liberal, <laughs> like, scumbag lib. I knew it. Yeah. I knew I you were scumbag lib, Mike. <laughs> <laughs>
if you I, want I really contact me. Internet, I really think the internet has made us all start viewing things in the light of like, what can I critique? Like you're looking for things in the gap, in the gap rather than like thoughtful conversation. And I think there's been a lot of, but oh, yeah. it's interesting. We like simultaneously operate like we're in like college political theory echo chambers without acting like we're in college classrooms that like require discourse. Cause like, I thought about that today when like somebody did a similar thing to me, Mike, about my um, essay I just published on Lurinati yesterday. One person was like, oh, um, oh, I don't appreciate a black woman getting a negative spin on things. Clearly didn't read the article. I was like, what is she talking about? about black? But I start, I start I that interaction on Twitter. Yes, yes. Because yes, I, I didn't understand. Granted, I'm I'm white, so maybe I just don't understand the nuance. No, no, she's fucking tripping. No, okay. absolutely <laughs> tripping. And I'm just like, and I'm like, you yeah. know, I think people have forgotten what it is that like some things are just meant to be pondered. Like some things are questions that are larger discourse. There's no, there's no answer. You're like in dialogue with people. That's what like reading and writing and like respond. I'm like, you don't remember doing fucking response essays? Like there are books because, and I think people forget that like with like writing things and hearing different perspectives is you are not meant to have your perspective mirrored back at you by every fucking person that's not you. You know, like Toni Morrison talks mm -hmm. about that a lot as a writer is you can only write from the perspective in your own lived experience. Right. And people go into people's reading somebody else's perspective and what is their reality and their truth in their lens. And they go into that thinking about whether or not they agree or disagree. And it's not really for you to feel that way. And I think I was thinking I thought about that today with that person saying that to me, because I'm like, I don't think we approach like what is reading and writing the same way, because like I have books like I have a book called um, Why Didn't We Riot by Isaac J. Bailey that I love that I have on. Um, and I follow him on, on Twitter and he's great. And he is a a black journalist who's a Christian who's in the South. So his perspective is, is, is something that is not like mine. So I'm not reading it and like agreeing, you know what I mean? Or sharing that, but I was like, wow, this is really insightful and a different perspective, but other people read things and they're like, well, why isn't it my perversion? You know what I mean? It's not, meant to be. it's not meant to be, but it's supposed to make you think and respond and think about your perspective too and like wanna expand on that, but yeah. Well, and no. I was going to say to even make it more general in a sense, when we first started and even agreed to make the leftist mafia, we had people immediately who came out the gate who said that certain certain of us in here are not progressive enough or or this, that, and the other thing. And because we do have different backgrounds, we do have different viewpoints on things, but that we collectively agree that we are all generally heading towards the same correct direction, even with different variations. And people on the internet couldn't fucking stand that initially. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. y'all associate with these other people or whatever the fuck it was. And I was like, it's okay to not fucking agree about everything. That's how you learn different viewpoints. You can't counter different viewpoints if you've never encountered them. You don't know how yeah. to, if you've never like yeah. with before. You have to know what everyone's saying. Yeah. Or at the very least, like there needs to be like just, I think people forget that in real life you have conversations with people all the time. Like you have friends that you don't like agree with and you, and you just have those conversations and it's not beef. And I, and I think like, and that's something I, I and I've said this before, especially in our early episodes, I, I, I don't think is valued enough in this, in the spaces that we're in, just like people not trying to like get somebody, get a gotcha or like navigate something or have some kind of controversy or have some kind of fight or it's like something for engagement. Like, Oh, let's just have like, we can have positive discussions and of the different kinds of views and spectrum in the room and like everybody can be chill and not be like high stress intensity and all these different things. But I, I think, you know, we're, we're such a, we've shifted into such a, I don't even want to say outrage culture because I don't think it's truly about even that it's about outrage, it's about engagement and outrage is just the way mm -hmm. that people, you know, 
they fuel that and so that becomes like tension and all these things that are just not not wonderful not great yeah i feel like the show like the reason why our show works is because like we have pretty similar senses of humor and um you know we vibe like it feels like a hangout session almost so like you know it doesn't have to be always outrage and clicks like fucking oh my god uh ole destroyed lance during this like it it can just be like us talking about lefty things sometimes we might have some disagreements uh but you know it doesn't have to be always oppositional right it doesn't have to be a zero-sum game every single time we put a post on social media or make a video yeah exactly no no that nail right on the head and on that note all right thank you all yeah. <laughs> oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on. Let me, I want, I want to, let me put my link to my Learn Audi essay in the group chat so y'all can give it to the comments. Read my essay. Right, and, and and also, oh, uh, YouTube, I, I... subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtubecom slash Binder. Uh, also, twitch.tv slash Binder. Follow me on Twitter at Binder. I'm Binder wherever you look for me. So, uh, yeah, just don't forget to do that. If, if yeah. you want to have your mind exploded, go to youtube.com slash at mind explosions and go sub. It's a really fun new channel where you can learn fun facts about sloths and also how Disney extends copyright law and racism. It, it, you'll have a great time. So go there. I'm excited for that. <laughs> also, please subscribe to my second channel. If you will look, I've been posting leftist mafia clips almost every single day. Um, and if you want me to keep doing that, then watch it otherwise i'm not going to take the time to cut them up so please check that out subscribe it's, the channel is just mike figueredo it's in my uh, humanist report youtube channel links uh check it out if you want me to keep doing it there we go yes all right Lou, y'all bye. bye see you all next week bye 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 folks Пошли. They want you to comply. <laughs> cancel culture is about canceling. Cocaine. Up yours. Up yours. Up yours. Woke moralist. Woke moralist. Woke moralist. Up yours. Up yours. This is systematic bullying that's happening. Woke moralist. Woke moralist. Woke moralist. Up yours. Up yours. And they believe that they can then Wolf, shut moralist, us up. Moralist, moralist, moralist. Up yours. Up yours. Wolf, moralist, Wolf, moralist, Wolf, moralist. They seem animalistic is what I mean. In, no, they're the worse than animals. The woke mob, they ruin everything. They stop Ben Shapiro from going to events and speaking. They stop Ann Coulter from doing it. I will never surrender even a single inch of ground to a pitchfork mob. You never to the mob. We will never bow to the mob. To the mob. Ever. Ever. No matter, no matter what. Do you see the final expression of cancel culture in terrorist groups like, 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 up yours, up yours. We'll see who cancels who, who, who.